Hey, welcome to the hideout. Happy Friday to you. Enough with this hack bit. Can we please move on from it? Are you ready for some news? You ready, Hefe? Whatever. An online children's uh, toy company has been forced to take down a stripper pole for kids. Uh, they were selling it on their site. They had to take it down because it was, you know, adult content for kids, and it really didn't make sense for them. No word, though, if they have to take, it, take down the uh, Flintstones morning after vitamins. <laughs> So we're reduced to uh, abortion jokes. That's all we can do. For uh, kids, though, uh, which makes it funny. Oh, really? Yeah. More news for you, Hefe. Debs insists on doing a monologue on Friday shows. Twelve Japanese tourists had to undergo therapy after returning for, to, from a trip to Paris. Uh, I guess they suffered shock when they found out the city of love has nothing to do with human waste in a glass table. Those crazy <laughs> Japanese. Wow. All right, getting the show started properly on a Friday night. Uh, it is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. we got a lot planned for you. This a lot, including more news for you, Hefe. <laughs> Enough. Uh, can we just get a scroll at the bottom of everybody's radio, a little ticker? Come on, don't be racist. What? A uh, high school principal has been suspended for six days after giving a student a wedgie. <laughs> he uh, had to stand in front of the superintendent and a panel of parents, and when he was there, he asked... Why are you guys being such tight asses? <laughs> I see. It's odd because monologues I don't think really work on television, uh, much less trying to translate it to the radio. It seems unnecessary. It's not really a monologue; more of a news update for you, Hefe. What? Uh, a new craze in cosmetic. It. It's a new craze in cosmetic surgery out there, Hefe. Eyelash enlargement. So you can go get your eyelashes uh, lengthened by the, taking pubic hair and infusing it with your actual eyelashes. <sighs> yeah, right. Pubic hair. It kind of seems odd. The biggest drawback to it, pink eye. <laughs> that was brown eye. <laughs> Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What what what's new? Oh, what are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. We are live on a Friday night. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are safe this evening. Do be safe because it seems like it's going to be a great night to go out and party. Mm-hmm. We'd love for you to join us in our open door at 10, but uh, nonetheless, whatever you're going to do, be safe tonight. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. This is your hideout. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone site. Be somebody in the hideout. I'm asking people to do one more thing tonight. Hmm. You know what day it is? What? National Cliché Day. Ah! So if anybody wants to uh, use a lot of clichés tonight, too, I'd really enjoy that. Well, listen, I want you to be safe tonight because, remember, tomorrow is another day. Yes. 
Find that silver lining in the clouds. Every cloud has one. And make sure you bask in the sunlight. Uh, and tonight, you know, maybe things will go wrong, but make sure you live and let learn. Wait, no. Live and let live. Right. Live and learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Bateman is our director. Trunks Corolla is our executive producer. We have the interns here as well. Like we mentioned, the open door policy is at 10 o'clock. We open up the doors so that you can uh, come hang out with us. The Heretics, very excited. A lot of them working out at Halloween Horror Nights this uh, this last year. They do not have to work this evening, so I get the feeling we're going to have a very packed house. Also... For those of you that join us for the open door at 10 o'clock, which, by the way, it will be intern open mic night, um, we have tickets. We have tickets for UCF versus the East Carolina Pirates and also tickets for the Florida International Reptile Expo, which we will be broadcasting live from tomorrow from noon until 2, mm-hmm. Dubs and myself. So uh, check that out, uh, realradio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, and fullblownaids.com. Dot com. Um, now, Hepe, oh, uh, the guy just dropped off. Uh, we had a call about the uh, World Series of Hot Local Anchors. Yes. Um, I guess, is there something wrong with the poll? He said like it was the voting was a little bit screwed up. Like, Jackie London's score was supposed to be a lot higher than it was. <laughs> no, I, I, it was pretty close. I don't know if uh, it screwed up or just, you know, yeah, some I, people were voting one way. I, I need to go through and, uh, and check that out, the World Series of Local Anchors. Um, yeah, it's where we uh, take all the local anchors from uh, the area, the hot ones, put them in a bracket, have them go against each other so we can find out which one actually is the hottest voted on by you. You go to realradio.fm keyword anchor. Yeah, and go and vote. And then at the end, we're going to uh, send the anchor a, uh, a nice little prize. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's my understanding it is a very close race between Jackie London of Local 6 and Jody Fleischer of Channel 9. In the other bracket, hold on, let me go there real fast. I got it right Me- Meanwhile, oh. It's the World Series, sexy local anchors. All right, so let me see what the current vote is right now. I know it's supposed to be one thing. Wow. I'm a little shocked by this. Uh, Jody Fleischer has opened up a double-digit lead over Jackie London. Really? I voted for Fleischer. I voted for London. Now, between Local 6's Marla Weech, who was the two seed, mm-hmm. going up against Aaron Logan, who I believe was a five seed, um, the vote on that one, not even close. Logan, killing? Yeah, 75%. You Jackie know, London was the one seed. I'm, uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of shocked by that right now. And Marla, I think if it was, and nothing against her because she's a beautiful woman. And she if came it, in, she was yeah, in the hideout. If may, maybe it was like 10 or 15 years ago, I think, and I'm not being mean. I'd say Seriously, even, even five years ago, maybe. Yeah, I, you know, she's an, she's very hot for an older woman, but she's going up against some uh, very young, up-and-coming anchors. Yeah, and I think that is part of the problem. Uh, 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless ones. You know what I'd say to Marla Weech? Hmm. You can't have it all. No, no, you can't. You just can't have it all. And life's a bitch here on this uh, National Cliché Day. Wild Hawk in the 407. Uh, Hefe, you're the greatest. You're the backbone of the show. And you should throw Gazoo off the boat because you couldn't feed him anymore. Um, Yeah, people are really starting to hate Gazoo after last night. Hey, cool. do we have a recap of that, what happened last night? Before we get in, I want to talk about Barat. We have uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, fantasy, uh, fantasy football, I mean, to uh, talk about. Open door. And it's my understanding that someone running for state senator 
is coming up to the open door tonight to campaign. Yeah, he's uh, going to stop by in the 9 o'clock hour just so we can talk to him for a little bit, but he's going to hang out through the open door. Oh, and we he, have some very interesting things to do this open door. Yeah, he may want to bolt a little early, to be no, honest. No, no, stick around. No, I get, on, get on real TV. <laughs> I'd like to run for office one day, so it'd be cool. I can meet him. Oh, yeah, and not after what we uh, do to you tonight. By the way, this is a little recap of what happened last night, a fight between the intern Gazoo and Chunks Corolla, our executive producer. Trust yeah. me, we're going to have plenty of uh, time for Chunks to uh, go off on Gazoo over his little remarks. She's some big Italian woman living in Virginia with like a bunch of skin tags on her face or something. <laughs> Honestly, now I'm getting a little upset. Like, you have any right to comment on my mom? What kind of joke is that? They were all joking about your mom? Mm. Crapping out some dope addict who gambles their grandma's money away? Yeah, she did all a great right, job all raising all you. Right, all right, that's just enough. Don't. What do you mean that's enough? What yeah, are you going to do? Just stop. Step stop. up then. Stop. You're pissed stop. off. Stop. What's your whole other mom doing right? Listen, you cannot knock out an intern. Did he hit it? No. Did he hit it? No. for you. He can listen a little bit better. You want to try to some jokes? Huh? Do you? This is me kicking his ass. Let me do it, please. It's all smoke and mirrors, Chunks. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Mr. Mr. I'm Mr. Big Guy over here. Come on, Sean. Give me a break. You can't hit him. You can't hit him. Oh, my God. You cannot hit him. You can't hit him. You're going to regret it put tonight. Your, put your belt back on, Sean. You can't hit him. No, man. Oh, don't, my gosh. Chunks. Oh, my gosh. Don't. Please. I'm sorry. Don't. I'm sorry. Just you can't hit him. Leave me alone. Oh, ah, get away. Chunks, get off of him. Get off of him. Get off of him now. Chunks. Do it again, you son of a bitch. Oh, come on. Do it again. Do it again. Chunks. Let him go. Come on. Let him go. You hurt him. You son of a bitch. He comes in here. Come on. He has no a... idea how much I hate him. Give me a high five, Chunks. I want to kill you. Let me hit him. Hit man. He doesn't even care. He, he doesn't even care. What you say about my mom like it's funny, like you're just joking. Let Come me on. hurt him. On, no. Wow. And the saga will continue tonight in Hefe. Only time will tell. On this cliche day. I know when you're an intern, you got to realize that no guts, no glory is uh, one way that you can't get through life. Yeah. If, I, if I was uh, Chunks, I would just say, don't worry, be happy. Four, seven, you know what, nine. I'm going to tell Chunks, I'm going to tell him to take a stick out, you know, where you take the stick out of it. God. <laughs> Radio Jihad. It was supposed to be so much more smooth than it came out. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm God. sure you were playing something a lot better than that in your head. The best was just seeing him go... <laughs> By the way, I also want to encourage you to get your entries in for the Beatdown Beat Mix contest. It is the Beatdown Beat Mix. A $500 American Express card will be given to some lucky person right before Thanksgiving, so you can do all your holiday shopping courtesy of The Hideout and Real Radio 104.1. Um, by the way, I know you're doing intern open mic tonight, and Pedro wanted to pass along a little advice. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> uh, on this, uh, international cliche day. You have no idea how awesome this is going to be tonight. Wild hockey back in the hideout. Uh, Chunks was like last night, don't tread on me, Gazoo, because these <laughs> colors don't run, and I, I'll never forget. Exactly. <laughs> Probably took him all day to write that. 
Uh, all right, Devils. Uh, let, speaking of, just really quickly, let me give a little props. I was going to wait until tomorrow because a lot of the heretics wanted to go see mm-hmm. Borat, uh, the new movie, the comedy, documentary. And I went to go see it, though, today. I had to go see it. One of the funniest movies ever. Really? Ever? I see uh, like, uh, all the websites giving it rave reviews. I think there's only only a few negative reviews. One from uh, like the Seattle... Groundbreaking... Uh, it was. I thought it would be a series of vignettes. There's actually an overarching storyline, which I did not expect. It is so absurd, and so believable, and well, unbelievable, and uh, just completely hilarious. What what type of movie that we know of is it similar to? <sighs> Honestly, I I don't think you can really say there is. It is kind of the Ali G show. You know what I mean? Really? It's more of a. Like a punked mm-hmm. meets road trip. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is just fantastic. I was very shocked at the very few uh, reviews I did see that were negative because there were so many positive reviews. And in my mind, I think if they can't beat them, they should just join them and give it a positive review. Look, I, look, I don't want to give away the plot on this international cliche day. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Barat learns love hurts. And, you know, those are all life lessons that each and every one of us will end up you know, figuring out at some point. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Now, I want to say this. I had seen something earlier of who are the funniest. All right. Pedro says the bad reviews came from the Jews. <laughs> Listen, I've never, seen, I've never seen a more anti-Semitic movie made by a Jew. It's uh, it's crazy, and that's the only reason I think you got away with it. But who do you think are the funniest working actors right now? Like the funniest, because this guy, this Sandra Bourne Cohen or whatever. And the odd thing is, no one knows his name. It's just Ali G. Yeah, it's Ali G playing Barat. That's mm-hmm. what everyone thinks. Uh, but think about this: who are the? If you had to make it like a top five, these are the five funniest. Working actors right now. Horatio Sands. <laughs> Shut up. Glenn uh, Howerton. All right, Glenn Howerton. No, because Charlie Day is infinitely better. Whatever. He sucks. Uh, Charlie Day is the real star. It's hard to pick these people because I'm I'm looking for perfection and nobody's perfect. Glenn Howerton. <laughs> On this national cliche day. Yeah. Uh, Jake G- Gyllenhaal. Guinness says the gypsies are boycotting it. The funniest line of the movie, and we're going to start saying this from now on. Uh, he's on his way to his America, and he goes, I have I have my jar of gypsy tears to protect me from the AIDS. <laughs> and it's just so unnecessary, yet uh, incredibly funny. Uh, all right, I'm not going to go with the Carlos Mencia. If you're not going to uh, play seriously in the but five funniest actors, work, it, living working actors right now. I will go the kind of Comedy Central route and say uh, Dave Chappelle should be. What? But here's the thing. He is, is a he, working actor. Is he working right now? He's going around doing stand-up right now. I think he's between acting. Uh, uh, all right. If it was two years ago, because, maybe. What, what did he come through, like what, three months ago over here? T.D. Waterhouse and did a... Uh, Stand up? Man, I guess you're right. 407-916-1041, 888 I put Stephen Colbert right there, because that's an act. 
Yeah, that's an act. He's running a gimmick right there, so it's funny. Um, I'm trying to think of like who else would run up there as the you know uh, really funny actors. This guy is one of the comic geniuses out right now. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. Vince Vaughn definitely. I think he's one of those guys who, and he has range. He's can he's been in some serious movies too. And Are you saying Will Ferrell doesn't have range? Well, Will Ferrell hasn't really broken into... Uh, but isn't Elf? he doing a, a semi-serious movie next? He, it's not a serious movie. It's kind of a stray from the typical slapstick comedy that yeah. he does. You know what I mean? It's more of a uh, thought-provoking... Not even really thought-provoking. It's just it's it, it's different than a Talladega Nights or a old school or something. How about someone that's made that transition and done very good at it, but he's still a very funny guy, um, Jim Carrey? Working actors. We're talking working actors. He's a working actor. I haven't seen him in anything in like two years. Fun with Dick and Jane? Okay, then he's automatically out. <laughs> I, I love I mean, I, I'm sitting here and I'm saying that, you know, I'm not a big fan. But, you know, whatever. I, I, I do. Uh, I really enjoy Jim Carrey. But my favorite stuff with a lot of these guys is their more serious stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like with Jim Carrey, Eternal Spotlight. Uh, Eternal Sunshine Spotless Mind. Spotless Mind. Love it. One of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm down with that. Let's go to Dr. Hitler in the 407. Uh-oh. Hey, it's the first day of the rest of your life, and uh, only <laughs> you just lose drugs, bitches. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, uh, still is Bill Murray, man. Not only is he classic, but uh, he's still relevant as hell, and funny as anybody out there. Yeah, Bill Murray, when you go all the way back and you look at his total body of work, mm-hmm. from Stripes all the way up into Lost in Translation, A Life Aquatic... Uh, Rushmore, mm-hmm. any of those flicks. And he's really changed over the years, too. He's one with range. Mm-hmm. That's a guy that I say I would say probably has more range than a Vince Vaughn or a Will Ferrell. Well, Will Ferrell, without a doubt. Nah, I don't know. I think you're going to be surprised by Will Ferrell. Soon he's going to be doing those sappy movies, too. Yeah, I can see that. If Jamie Foxx can pull it off, Will Ferrell can. All right, does J- where does Jamie Foxx fall in? Nowhere. Doug in 321. What's up, Doug? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, I got someone that uh, might be a little bit under the radar, uh, Mike Epps, all about the Benjamins and Friday. Uh, here's, the, Friday. here's the thing about Mike Epps. Same character every time. Yeah. And, Have you seen him host uh, Def Jam? No, I haven't seen the new Def Jam yet. Terrible. I'm really disappointed in it. I used to love it. Oh, yeah. When we were kids growing up or we were in high school or whatever, Def mm-hmm. Jam was it. Yeah, but as far as Mike Epps goes, I think Ice Cube is funnier. <laughs> but all right, you got to think about this when it comes to uh, black actors. Who's the funniest other than Dave Chappelle? Is there one that is funnier, like a funny working black actor right now? There's Mike Epps. There's also the other, the fat guy. He's all he, with the beard. Mm, what's his Cedric? name? No, not not Cedric. Well, not Cedric the Entertainer anymore. Anthony, it's Anthony something. And I don't want to say Anthony Edwards. That's not right. Big it's, guy. Yeah. Always towel himself off. Heavy D. What is this? 1991 with Bismarck Heavy D. Key. He was in Next Friday. All right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. What movie was he in? Um, man, he's been in a lot of stuff. I'm I'm drawing Anthony a point. Anderson. Anthony Anderson. That's it. But I, I that, and I was listening to something else. Uh, yeah. Good job, guys. You listening to Dickerman over there? What are you doing? Yeah, he's talking about UFC right now. Oh, uh, okay. Anti-Matt in the 407. What's up, Anti-Matt? Oh, what's up? Hey, 
I gotta say, you know, I've been breaking your balls for the last few weeks about Axel because mm-hmm. of that flub you made. But always remember, everything happens for a reason. You're right. Everything you know has always happened for a reason. I tell you, sometimes when I get down, when you guys pick on me, I like to look on the bright side of life. Mm-hmm. Here in this international cliche day. And you play your favorite song. Tommy! <laughs> You're such an ass. He, was, he had it ready. You son of a bitch. Beat it. 407-916-1041. I'm telling you, Dubs, you're going to love this barat. Yeah? It's right up our alley. Let's go to Steve in the 407. What's up, Steve? Hey, the funny guy, it's got to be John Kerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's able to pull off a joke. Yeah, the problem is he keeps flubbing him. That's the funny thing. Uh, I was listening to Ron and Fez today, and Fez made a comment. And it, it, I can't believe... I never thought of it. John Kerry's the only one that can't pull off a George W. Bush uh, joke. Yeah. Anybody else has no problem with it. Pick and choose whatever you want, and you can make fun of him, but he can't pull it off. Well, you know why John Kerry is trying to make that joke, right? Why? Laughter is the best medicine. Of course it is. Whenever you're feeling down, all you need is a yuck yuck or two to make yourself feel better. Yeah, there's a silver lining to in every clap. Oh, we already said that one. Uh, if we're doing an international cliche day, maybe we want to keep up, producer. You said it was always darkest before the dawn. I said that one, too. We've done about 20 so far. Don't worry, you're only human. <laughs> we're trying to get one per minute for four hours. Let's go to Frank. What do you got, Frank? Hey, uh, if you're talking about black actors that are funny with range, what about Chris Rock, man? Chris Rock is an awful actor. Yeah. He's all he, his movies. No, nah, what about no, nah, he's not that bad. Uh, he was all right in dogma. Yeah, but and he didn't do anything. No, his, his stand up is the best out there. Yeah, the best that we've had maybe the last ten years. But his acting Head of State. Yeah, Head of State. What was the what? other movie where he came back from from the dead? Down to Earth. Yeah. I don't know if it's his acting that's that bad or he just goes for the paycheck. Well, he even admits that. He can't pick a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, just every time he's on top and he picks a movie and it ends up blowing. Plus, part of the problem is you want to see the the Chris Rock that's on stage, not, you know, mm-hmm. him playing a character. Maybe he should play himself. You when know? he was his funniest, Pookie. New Jack City. As a crackhead. How about Pootie Tang? That's it. I agree. He, he was hardly in Pootie Tang. Yeah, he so? wasn't he the... Uh, the uh, Voice like the yeah voiceover. yeah he didn't really do much in that one. Let's go to uh, Jennifer. Hey Jennifer, we're talking funniest working actors right now. Um, well, first off, let me say the grass is always greener on the other side. Oh, that how true. true you are, sweetie. That's so true. <laughs> is there any grass going and, on here? Um, what do you think about Robin Williams? <sighs> she ruined it. No, well, no. Here's the thing about Robin Williams. He has. He's another one of those guys where Very he's limited. almost better. No, 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 no. He's better when he's playing a serious role, like One Hour Photo. Yeah, he was that, so creepy in that but, one. But his comedy is so limited. He still does the same jokes every award show. Nanu nanu. But I want to go see Man of the Year. I'm gonna wait and uh, really? reserve judgment. It looks like a great movie, dude. I almost went to go see that instead of Barat, because I was worried because I show up to the Oviedo Marketplace, where I usually watch my movies, that or the Altamont Springs Mall, and they didn't have the listing up at top. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Jesus, did we did we pick the right theater? I guess they hadn't gotten in their little signs that they put up with the lights behind it, and it says Barat. So I almost went to go see uh, Man of the Year instead. So excited, though. you got to see this flick, dude. Barat? Mm-hmm. Let's go see the... Uh, let's go to the dude. In the 407. What's up, the dude? Hey, guys. First off, uh, a bird in the hand is better than one in the bush. That's true. Yep. 
I think it's two in the bush, but you're right. <laughs> as far as funny guys go, if you guys have ever seen Joe Dirt, David Spade definitely <laughs> ranks up there. Let me say this about Spade. Like, as far as funniest working actor, if he was working right now, I'd say yes. Because I right. watched I watched those old Just Shoot Me shows. Yeah, just about to say. And he is really, really funny in that. But he always plays the same smug, prickish character. Yeah, that that's true. Not in Joe Dirt. Ah, that's true. Bench warmers was basically a, oh, a mix of... I got through 15 minutes of that. Yeah, it was a mix of Joe Dirt and Just Shoot Me. And you just were like, wow, this is Great. Awful. No. I like both of those. I want It's recycled. Yeah, it just sounds like it actually uh, it would be pretty fun. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, I know... You had a real big fear of the snakes that came in last night. We're the going people, to be out there tomorrow. Yeah, the yeah. Florida uh, International Reptile Expo at the Orange County Convention Center. We'll have tickets to give out for that during the open door this evening. But I want you to remember that um, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself <laughs> and oh. not snakes. And then, you know, you have to face your fear. Mm-hmm. Let's go to uh, Steve in the 407. What's up, Steve? Hey, uh, I don't care if he's like an actor or whatever, but it's one of your people I'll have faith. Carlos Mencia. Never. Oh. He is not one of the funniest working actors. He hack. And he's not one of my people. I'm Mexican. I don't know what that douchebag is. I'm going to give him to the Cubans. He's not even that. What is he? Whatever. They can take him. He's not even Hispanic, is yeah, he? Yeah, he's like a mutt. Yeah, I think you're right. He, well, of I don't Central know. American countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. I think he is... Um, what does somebody tell us once? He's like part Irish and part yeah. Guatemalan. Something along those lines. So don't lump him in with Mexicans. Part that, part that, and I'll suck. Try in a three, two, one. Is that a cliche? I'm sorry, I was funny. Uh, <laughs> hey, you guys know who Ryan Styles is? No. Yes, Ryan Styles from. Well, most people would know oh, from the, the Drew ta- Carey show. The tall guy used to be on whose line is it? The uh, yeah, whose yeah, line yeah, is that line is genius, and he's totally unsung. Yeah, I'll tell you this. He's not working right now, though. I did see him in a commercial, but <laughs> I, he's fantastic. He is one of the. His improv on that whose line is it, uh, is it anyway mm-hmm. was genius. And along with that, on the Drew Carey show, him and the other guy that was in Office Space, he's good too. The real creepy one, though. The one, um... Dietrich. Yes. How do you know this? Don't, I don't know. That's, that freaks me out you know that crap. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. I don't know what you heard about me. I don't know Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. Everybody be safe tonight. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. You're thinking, you know, I don't feel like going out and drinking, but I want to get out of the house and do something. That's what the open door is here for. And even if you do want to go out and drink, uh, we'll go out afterwards. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt we're going to go out and uh, drink afterwards. Uh, but make sure you come up here and you hang out with us. Because remember, life sucks and then you die. Yeah. On this international cliche day. And. I mean, if you if you haven't come up here yet and you're a little afraid to, no, no guts, no glory. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to. Really, really enjoy it. Come on up. Sinatra in the 407. What's up, Sinatra? What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, I got a funny black comedian that's actually still working today. Okay. Uh, this dude, uh, Patrice O'Neal. 
Yes, Patrice O'Neal is funny. Now, what did I? I actually saw him in something. Uh, he was in the 25th hour. I saw him working the door uh, in a small little part. Oh, you know what? I think I saw him in. Uh, was he in Entourage? Was he one of the bouncers in season two of Entourage for the uh, Playboy Mansion? I'm pretty sure he is funny as hell, Patrice O'Neill. All right, that's a good one, because we're talking five funniest working actors. And kind of going off, you know, I saw Barat today. And this Sasha Baron Cohen is his name. And the guy is a genius. Let's go to uh, Jack in 386. What's up, Jack? Hey, man. Hey, uh, these comedians, man, they're you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotcha. Good one. Hey, I'm going to say Tom Hanks, man. He used to be funnier than hell. Bosom Buddies was great. Bachelor Party. I, and he went on to serious stuff. What's the last funny thing he did, like movie? I know oh, there was man. that one dreadful one with Marlon Wayans. Um, bachelor Party. <laughs> yeah, all right, you can go way back. All right, thank you, I'm my man. I'm talking about guys who, you know, transferred, you know, made it to the serious. Mm-hmm. You know. What was that, Lady no, got, Killers that he was in? That's what it was, yeah. Lady Killers. Ugh. All right, thank you, my man. Appreciate it. Let's go to Schwann's, man. Oh, I haven't had some Schwann's in forever. Oh, I remember when... Yeah, oh, buddy, hold on. I deliver lots of Schwann's. Uh, dude, I remember. Let me tell you a quick story real fast about Schwann's. When I was growing up uh, in Lubbock, Texas, I hated life. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would ever make me happy was twice a week when Schwann's man would come by, and i get four boxes of ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, it was every uh, Wednesday that, over at our place. That made my week, dude. I, I haven't seen the Schwann's man come around in forever. I've seen him around. Really? Yeah. Oh, Patrice is in the office. That's what else he's been in. Oh, lately. okay. All right, go ahead, Schwanz, man. Hey, I got uh, one white guy, one black guy as far as uh, top comedians today. What's that? Uh, first of all, uh, the older he gets, the more I like his movies, Adam Sandler. Really? I, I, I have to uh, go exact opposite. I think his first two were great, and after that, he's really, really falling off. Have you seen Click? Uh, no. I know. I tell you what. Oh, man, I, I'm I, I telling t- you, that's, there's a scene in there. I was rolling in the aisles in the movie theater. It was just hysterical. I like Spanglish. He's another one of those guys. I like it yeah. when he rolls serious occasionally. What's the other one you got? How about Tracy Morgan? All right, Tracy Morgan has finally found his niche with 30 Rock. And I am undecided. Have you watched it? I am undecided on 30 Rock so far. Uh, thank you for the phone call. Oh, Doc in the 407, who do you got? Oh, man, good timing on 30 Rock, because Alec Baldwin is absolutely hysteric. If you don't think that cat's funny, forget it. Just don't even watch movies no more. He is, Alec Baldwin, I think, makes the show for me. And the funny thing about Alec Baldwin's character in 30 Rock is, I'm not going to say it's every program director we've Mm -hmm. ever worked for, because we've had some fantastic program directors, it's every just about every general manager. All right. The like the general manager, excluding here because she's great. But seriously, but the general manager, and we're thinking DC, and not Alan, <laughs> Michael Hughes, uh, <laughs> who thinks he knows everything, who thinks he knows programming when that's not his business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this guy, I guess in the in the show Thirty Rock, he uh. He worked for like GE, and he like changed appliances and came up with marketing campaign campaigns for appliances. So then they decide he did so well with that, he was going to go over and take over a network. Like somehow it would translate to the same thing. Like there was one program director I had when I was in Detroit. Now mm-hmm. I was a nobody. I was a board op. You know, I was a board monkey at that point. But this program director, what his his claim to fame was that he sold commercials 
for a syndication company, Westwood One. He was so good at selling the commercials for that, they said, hey, why don't you go program a talk station in a top ten market? So anyway, it's brilliant. And yeah, Alec Baldwin, definitely funny. And he's one of those who can uh, be in a show or a movie that'll make you laugh, and one that'll scare the hell out of you, too. He, there's something about him. Mm-hmm. He has that kind of range. Mm-hmm. L. Ross in the 407. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. I just wanted to take this opportunity on National Cliche Day to uh, remind you that life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Uh, race cars, lasers, airplanes, it's a duck blur. All right, listen. Might I- solve a mystery or rewrite history. Duck Cut blur. that bitch off. Next call. Ass. All right, so what? I punched the clown to, du- uh, to DuckTales. Every show now. I wish with that bit at some point there'd be a light at the end of the tunnel. There is. Every night when Al Ross comes in, that's my light. Duck blur. On this international cliche day. Or rewrite history, DuckTales. Sam in the 321. What's up, Sam? Uh, my hero, funniest guy around, Trey Parker. I think, he would, I, think, I think you'd go in top five funniest writers. Yeah, we could yeah. segue that into a whole other thing. Those but, guys are brilliant. Yeah, I don't think uh, as an actor, he's not that good. Basketball. Uh, I love it. Orgasmo. Yeah, because it's not, though, the acting. Yeah. You know, it's the, the story. It yeah. It's the idea. You know, when it comes to all these bits, i got to remember, when God gives you lemons, you got to make lemonade. Of course. And that's, you know, i just got to keep my head up with that. And sometimes when we go to the phones, mm-hmm. and I worry about you guys picking on me, but you know what? i got to have no fear. No fear? And always remember, whoever dies with the most toys still dies. Is that a cliche? That's from a No Fear t-shirt. It's the Hideout Row Radio <laughs> of 4.1. Wrapping up Hour 1 and in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 on an International Cliché Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you guys to remember when you're out walking around Church Street or at your favorite neighborhood bar, somebody may come up and accidentally spill a drink on you, you know, cut you off while you're driving. There's no need to fight. No. Just remember what goes around comes around. Yeah, exactly. And you don't know what that guy's going through. I mean, walk a mile in his shoes. Uh, we're going to do uh, fantasy football. Get our picks from our buddy Mark St. Amont, our fantasy football expert who blogs for the New York Times.com. And speaking of football, we have Coach Marinelli in the 407. Jesus. Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, on Cliche Day that uh, defense wins championships, and that's why we're giving up uh, 41 points a game. <laughs> Thank <Dick>. you. <laughs> oh, that's the Lions, Coach, huh? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I need the Lions to keep losing. Mm-hmm. Keep losing, boys. No more wins. Otherwise, I have to get a piercing in my neck fat. We have the Falcons this weekend. Uh, Never mind. Hey, let me say this too really quickly. I'm DVR, and I'm watching the game too, but I'm I'm really going to get into the Orlando Magic this year. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, they got a good team. Yeah, they, they now, ran up on the Bulls, didn't they? Now, mind you, I am a lifelong NBA fan and Dallas Mavericks, and my Mavericks looked so lethargic last night against the Spurs, but whatever. But, uh... The, these Magic remind me kind of my Mavs when they were just beginning to come up, and they were exciting, and they were going to mm-hmm. take people by surprise, and Dwight Howard is a stud. I'm honored to say we interviewed him last year. Yeah, we did. All we did was talk about bowling, because he's a big bowling fan. 
But uh, other than that, uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your sing- uh, singular wireless phones. Remember, if you have a bad sports team, the meek shall inherit the earth. Yes. Not a, not a trophy. Just the earth. Rambus in the 423. What's up, Rambus? Do you guys miss me or what, man? What's up, buddy? Good to hear from you. Tennessee Rambus. What do you got, my friend? Uh, I was just wondering. I got a couple things for you. First of all, uh, on the funny thing, you guys uh, seen that Nick Cannon show on MTV? Wilding Nick? Out. I have not seen that oh, one. Yes, I've seen Awful. It. Dude, you got to freaking watch that crap. And second of all, I got my heretic card in the mail, and... Um, I wrote Chunk's little email via MySpace saying, hey, man, you know, no hard feelings, thanks for the card. And he he never had the nerve to write me back. So I, th- I think Jesus. I haven't checked match on air. MySpace. All right, thank you, Rambus, and we apologize for Chunk's <laughs> not. Uh, Can't win. Ever. All right, guys. See that Chuck's has really fallen. Yeah, Chuck. We'll have heretic cards, too, tonight for the open door if you want to come up and snag one of those. Just ask Chuck. He'll give you one. You're having a bad day, aren't you, buddy? doesn't matter. Just remember, look around you and figure out who your enemy is, because an enemy of your enemy is your friend. And listen, man, I know you're feeling down. Maybe you need to switch up how you approach life. If you can't beat them, join them. Mm-hmm. You're a big fish in a small pond. In this international cliche day. Uh, for Sadly for you, though... Today is the first day of the rest of your life, mm-hmm. so that's not actually a good one. Uh, damn it. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot better. Thank Same you. stuff, different day. Remember, yeah, it happens to the best of us. S happens. Yeah. You're uh, going to make it, man. Rome wasn't built in one day. All right. Uh, <laughs> I have an important question I'm almost sick of it. Quick. What's he drinking in there? This is some pinhead gunpowder from the old cup and saucer. Nice! Cool. Uh, Stedman shop. Yes. What does it taste like? Green tea. Oh. Kind of raw. It's a little bit stronger. And uh, I kind of got like a cold, I think, thanks to Tommy. So I'm Shut trying to get rid of up. that. What are you guys making out or what? Well, you know. We drew on the same pillow on the couch. Oh. Um, Not anymore. I'm burning that son of a bitch now. <laughs> hey, Dubs, weren't earlier uh, in your news update... Mm-hmm. You were talking about a stripper pole for children? Yeah, this is over in England. They were uh, online. They had a stripper pole <laughs> for children. Um, it was uh, on sale for 50 pounds. Um, it, uh, it's extendable to 8 feet 6 inches and came with a sexy dance garter and DVD demonstration. It's a problem. I mean, it's for children. I don't think... Uh, it's no, maybe it's just a Halloween costume. Mm-mm. Do they have other line of products? Ah, uh, yeah, which makes it even worse. Uh, mini menthols, which <laughs> I think they're training a whole stripper uh, uh, army over there. Child-sized martini mixers. Here's the thing, though. If they're doing children's more... Uh, menthols? Yeah, menthols and a children's stripper mm-hmm. uh, pole and all that kind of stuff... Um, are they actually going to end up... Does it include CK1? Does it come with the perfume? No, uh, it, it's CK8. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. so it's different. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. Uh, also, they sell crotchless diapers on there. Such an animal. Only you would think of that. I mean them. Huh? Nothing, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to ruin it, but who thinks of that? 
You're so dirty. Edible train bras? Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm not the one who's selling I a, know a stripper pole online I know for it's, kids. I know it's not you. Uh, no, enough. Bubblegum flavored body glitter? It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, he doesn't even care. He, he doesn't even care. What you say about my mom, like it's funny, like you're just joking. Let Come me on. hurt him! Come on, no. <laughs> the only the only problem I have with the recap is there was this one part where Chunks was yelling in the corner. Remember, this is the day that Chunks gave you mercy. Remember that. Remember that. No, say Chunks is merciful. Yeah, that's what it was. Now, Chunks, do you realize how much of a retard you are today? Now that you acted that way. <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. Stop. Don't pull this crap today. Don't right now. Because they stopped me today, but I'm not letting you get away with it. So shut the hell up. Don't. You better watch it. You're getting close, cursing. Dude, I can't. He gets me. He gets You're in a your professional. Car. Am I? I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> that. Take a look at me. I got dew water all over me. <laughs> all right, hold on a second. For two seconds, because we're waiting on Mark St. Amant. For some reason, he's not answering his phone, even though he knows every Friday at 8, it's the hideout. What happened, Chunks, really quickly, before we move on, because I have other things I need to get to. You've had a bad day today. What yeah, uh, what happened? Really. Well, I ran home real quickly to get the uh, the Premier Adult card that uh, yeah. Tony over there so uh, yeah, Premier Adult. Us. Yeah, we have a Premier Adult gift card to give out during the open door tonight, which, by the way, is sponsored by Taco Bell. $25 gift card to Premier. That's some, that's mm. some good stuff right there. So I had to, uh, you know, go take care of uh, number two. At, uh, at my place. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I noticed the sound coming from my toilet, so I uh, opened the back of it and it <laughs> sprays all over me, and I get bleached because I use that 5,000 flushes, and I accidentally stick my hand down. Why don't into... you just clean it regular like a normal human being instead of using those 500 flushes that don't work? I do. No, you need to just clean it weekly. So it's uh, kind of all over me. and. Uh, little... Did you shower? I didn't have time, dude. Man, this is true for you. Life is a series of disappointments followed by death. The dude in the 407. What's up, the dude? Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, buddy. I just want to tell Hefe that um, Tyrone wanted me to call and tell you don't cry over spilt milk. Yes, leave my cat out of it. He's a little sick today. He doesn't need you talking trash. He's listening at home. Scott in the 407. Hey, just chunks, you gotta watch it. You damned if you do, and you damned if you don't. <laughs> because if you hit him, you get charged for gay bashing. Oh, that's true. <laughs> hate crime. Uh, on this international cliche day. Chunks, you wanna get it out of the way now? You got your fat man diary? You wanna wait until a little bit later on? Well, you termed it so well, get it out of the way. Yeah, I'll do it. Too. Well, I know you have other stuff you need to do, and people always love to hear a chunks fat man. Oh, that looks like a long one. Uh, <laughs> it is, but it's heavily centered around Tommy Bateman. Oh, it's a good one, then. It's uh, it's actually a, more one of the recent ones. I've been doing those lately. All right, but, uh, stuff that's actually happened since we've been here, so you're still keeping your journal. Yeah, this one happened last week. Do you guys, do you guys see me smiling already? <laughs> it's not funny, man, honestly. Right, r- remind people what the Fat Man Diary is. All right, well, I uh, kept a diary <laughs> as a kid, and uh, my mom sent it, and you guys make me relive all oh, of my God. horrible memories every week. Yeah, but it's your fault for continuing to write all this crap down and then bring it in. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, no one else listens to me. I figured this paper is my best friend beside the grape. Hey, I listened in this one when you called me those times. I asked to see the grape today, and I couldn't because Chunk said he it was sleeping. You think I'm stupid? 
You're just going to eat it. <laughs> I'm not going to eat a, what, four-month-old grape? You'd kill it. All right, let's do your fat man. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with chunks and the fat man diaries. October 25th, 2006. Sometimes it seems as if a day in my life goes on forever, as if time just won't end. I'm sorry, it was. Gotta get to the hook. You can stop if you want. No, go ahead, buddy. I suck. My day started after a long day at work. That's grammatically incorrect. It's kind of sad since I wrote it last week. Uh, I had to go home and take my daily dump. <laughs> I opened the door to my room. Was it a rough one? Did you have to put some elbow grease into it? <laughs> I opened the door to my room and was met with a musty smell. I reached for my cup of tea which I'd taken in the restroom with me to help move things along. I took a sip and immediately noticed a chalky taste. I also noticed white pieces can't read that of what looked like chunks of ceiling floating in my drink. <laughs> my theory was chunks. confirmed. It happens to the best, or in your case, the worst. <laughs> my theory was confirmed. As I noticed my entire room in clean laundry, books, video games were covered with it. Damn kids must have been running around upstairs again. Oh well. I decided to forge on, looking adversity in the mouth, and continue to try to be positive. I decided to go to our community gym for a refreshing workout. I was in the process of sculpting myself into a chiseled work of Greek God. Beauty is not the beholder. I usually go to the gym Wednesday nights while Tommy walks his dog. Then we watch Lost together. <laughs> After a hard workout and ten minutes of staring at my baby blue eyes in the mirror, I was ready to go home, watch Lost, and fall asleep and call it a night. Or so I thought. As I reached the gym door, I was surprised to see that it had somehow locked, trapping me in like a caged beast. The door was locked to me before, but I was assured by a certain Tommy Bateman that it was fixed, and he's used it 87 times since then. Well, I guess in the 88th, you're out of luck. Disheartened, I called Tommy. No answer. Then I remembered, right as I was leaving, the last thing I saw was Tommy's phone, which he left in the counter by mistake. When he took his dog out for a walk. It wasn't a mistake. Frustrated, I sent him angry text messages asking for help. I was becoming desperate. I was dehydrated and trapped. Much like a legionnaire lost in a perilous sandstorm in the Sahara Desert. I need an oasis of relief. <laughs> what? You are however, the worst writer in the world. However, I didn't have an oasis. I had Matt Albert. My last chance of getting rescue. <laughs> With my phone, I signed on to the instant messenger. Matt are you up? I text him. He replies, What do you want? I'm trying to sleep. Sorry, I respond, sarcastically writing. I'm trapped in the gym, and I can't get out, and I'm getting a little bored. Expecting Matt to offer some assistance, I'm instead greeted with a beep from my phone, alerting me that my last chance of hope has just signed off of his instant messenger. <laughs> 
Goodbye. Desperate, I waited in my makeshift cage for three hours. I hit the door in anger, causing my hand to bruise. When all of a sudden I see Tommy's shadowy figure looming around the corner. I expected him to be sympathetic. However, was greeted with jokes and laughter as Tommy read off all of the text messages I had sent him earlier, laughing at each one. Oh. He was like a hyena, and I was his antelope victim of satire. What? 20 minutes later, 20 minutes later, he freed me from my cage. I sprung forth like a dove, soaring merrily in the wind of jubilation. <laughs> it works. I hate you. It worked 87 times before, I mimicked Tommy. He kicked me swiftly, sending me into the community mud pit. Hey, here's one. <laughs> Trapped in gym. <laughs> Upset, I told Tommy that I had to get some 7-Eleven. I grabbed my spare change. Wait, real quick. I think you may have been just a smidgen incorrect about the door being fixed. <laughs> <laughs> On this international cliche day, uh, uh, Chunks, someday your ship will come in. Mm-hmm. Tommy and I usually sp split Probably a bag... gay cruise. Tom <laughs> Tommy and I usually split a bag of jerky. But today, I Why had enough gay terms. Like wow. Jesus. Well... <laughs> We usually split a bag of beef jerky, and of course God. he never has change or money. And this thing is like six bucks a bag. He's worth it. I had enough for a Starbucks double shot as well. Ooh, look at you. Tommy brought his dog along for the ride, and I started to feel better. We bought our dinner, and I stepped out of the 7-Eleven to breathe in the refreshing, cool air. Here uh, comes time for a quick intervention. I'd like to remind everyone about a segment last week, real quickly, uh, where we talked about a 7-Eleven clerk. That was last week? It was last week, and Tommy made some disparaging marks about him. I think mm -hmm. that was you that said that. Yeah. Now, continuation with the story. Bigly red-haired kid. Uh, yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Just remember that. I take a sip of my refreshing Starbucks double shot. <laughs> When the door of the 7-Eleven flies open, hitting my hand hard and causing my drink to fall to the ground. Hey, I heard a voice say. Don't talk bleep about our boy Phil. I was confused for a moment when I looked down at my hideout shirt. It was the Phil... It was Phil, the 7-Eleven guy's friend, who obviously confused Tommy. For myself. I was sitting in the car keeping my dog company. Yeah, Tommy swiftly ran to the car, claiming his dog as an excuse to leave the I was hostile situation. in the car. I tried to reason with Phil's friends, but eventually just ran into the car. Dude, you're an ass, Tommy, for talking crap about those kids. Can I at least get some of the jerky? Oh, what? sorry, man. What? My dog was hungry, too. And there ends that great, wonderful night where I didn't even get beef jerky or my Starbucks double shot. Well, you know, it is what it is. Why what you, is it? Why'd you buy it if you didn't eat it? I bought it to split. And I didn't even like the teriyaki kind, but I was trying to be nice. Chunks remember? Because the other kind's too chewy in my mouth. <laughs> what? This is the gayest thing ever. Yeah. Just you... nice like the, it's too chewy in my mouth. The whole, oh, and can I get a jerky? That one, too. It's great how the 7-Eleven people confuse you for me. 
Chuck's remember, if it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. Mm-hmm. You know how long it took to clean that white stuff off from oh, those uh, damn kids upstairs? Uh, could you just stop already with the innuendo? By the way, that was, uh, wasn't them. That was me banging on the ceiling to tell them to shut up. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you didn't know about that? You didn't know that? Know about what? He was in your room. <laughs> We knew about this last week. All right, yeah, set it up for a second. What, I guess what, 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 the people that live above you, there are children that are really loud, and Tommy tries turning up the music, Yeah, but that isn't enough to annoy them. So they were really loud, and what did you do, Tommy? I had this, like, stick, and I just, like, started banging the ceiling with it. Chunks I, the ceiling? Yeah, I didn't want to get my room dirty. What the hell's the matter with you? Why would you do that? Because it was scaring my dog. Hey, Lars Ulrich, all right? My, uh, my ceiling's on a drum, you ass. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Just make a Metallica reference. Yes. Did you honestly do that? Are you guys just trying to get a rise out of me? Just to add to the no situation. Yelling. No yelling. It's uh, no. Are you we, guys just joking? I thought, I thought Tommy told you. Yeah, I did too. Are you kidding me? Dude, twice, two days. Did you do it for two days? I did it a couple of you times. You couldn't think to use the living room? No, Why I Why did wanna... you have to use my room? Did you not see the tea laying around? I don't want to vacuum <laughs> again. Clothes. You don't vacuum your quote-unquote room. And then uh, I didn't want to clean the uh, living room. Are you my kidding room. me? How hard did you bang? Do you know who was in the room? You heard how loud. It took oh. me like two hours to clean up, man. That was everywhere. Why? Was Why can't the... you just knock and talk to them? Were those clothes uh, out of the washer that you had on your bed? Chunks, just remember, winners yes. need their losers. Guinness in the 407. Bizarro, what is this? Hey, Chunks, do what you got to do, bro. You got to do what you got to do. That's, That's true. what Tommy did. Bang on the ceiling. These cliches aren't helping. You honestly did that. You did, didn't you? Yeah, I just said I banged on your ceiling and got your room disgustingly dirty, more so. so. On the Fat Man Diary, then, the first problem that happened, he was also a Tommy problem. <laughs> yeah, pretty That's much. That's what I thought the whole thing was going to be about. I did, too. Or that you would find out in your Fat Man, not right now, afterwards. You know what's funny is I did use that gym earlier in the day before I came to work. It's not funny, dude. You lied to me to get me stuck I in there. I swear to God. I, how did I lie? I got in and out of the gym just fine. You know what it's like being trapped in that smelly thing? No, I've never been trapped in a gym. Yeah. Dude, why did you laugh? You know, I was pissed <laughs> off already. The segment's just riddled with drops. Just the whole, I think you might be a smidgen incorrect about the door being <laughs> Trapped in gym. Anti-Matt in the 407. I just want to tell my boy Chunks, every dog has his day, my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So first you got to get the money, then you get the power, then you get the women. There it is. Phil, uh, I talked to him a few nights ago. He was kind of mad and thinks you should uh, buy him some, like, uh, espresso I or something. I am nice to Phil, man. You're the one who's an ass and can't talk to nobody Phil from 7-Eleven. You're the one who lies and says, I didn't feel like talking to the kid, so I told him I was in sales. Lisa wants to remind you, Chunks, that Tommy was just protecting this house. Exactly. He must protect this house. Let's go to Convict in the 863. Yeah, I just want to let everybody know, you know, if at first you don't succeed, you got to keep trying. You know, yeah, just try, 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 try again. Try for three hours on that door. And by the way, by trying... If try- that doesn't work, what you got to do is you just got to turn the other cheek. <laughs> That's a good point. Thank you, Convict. Um, and by trying, he means banging with a stick in your ceiling. It was all over the place. I put like a hat on so it wouldn't get in my hair. Shut the hell up. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you tell me? Oh, dude. Oh, by the way, there's going to be white stuff in your room. Why would I say something disgustingly gay like that? Instead, I get home. I think that might be You didn't refill the Brita filter, man. My dog had to drink tap water. (laughs) 
Why are you, no, you going to punish the dog? Actually, she didn't. You know that bottled water you bought? <laughs> I, I just refilled it with tap water. <laughs> are you kidding me? Dude, that stuff is two for two dollars, man. That's two bucks. I know. I used both of them. Thank you. <laughs> she she Dude, appreciates you it. Are you kidding me? What have I done? What As did I do? Hold on. Hold on. Wild Talk has some, uh, some advice to you about the 7-Eleven people. Uh, the 7 yeah, that guy was rude to you. Doesn't he know that the customer is always right? I mean, he was writing check. His mouth was writing checks at his Astra just couldn't cash. <laughs> so, white stuff in your room. Water gone. Replace <laughs> tap water. Yeah. <laughs> Having to drink nasty Florida number one water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got locked in the gym, which Tommy assured me worked 87 times. I before. worked out earlier in the day. How did I get in and out with no problems? He was just a smidgen incorrect. Not yeah. completely. Uh, drank my Starbucks double shot. Oh no, that got dropped after Phil's friends, I believe. Kicked the door open, causing me to spill it because they thought I was Tommy, Phil, who the makes guy, fun of Phil. Phil, the guy who you told, I don't want to talk to him, so I just said he's in, I'm in sales. I, Chunks. Chunks. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Freebird in the 407. Hey, Chunks, you should have known before going into the gym not to count your chickens before they hatch. Exactly. You never know what's going to happen on this international cliche day. No, it's a cliche. So you got two workouts in. You got one on the treadmill, then you got a like, three-hour rest, and then you got to walk to the car. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Here's the other thing. I forgot totally about this. So we go home, right? After this, mm-hmm. I'm going, hey, dude, ready to watch Lost. No, Tommy already watched it and erased <laughs> it off the DVR to make room for CSI. I thought you watched it already. You were gone a long time. I thought you were asleep. Why would you erase you? You get like 50 hours on your DVR. No, 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 it's not good enough. Because someone records 87 episodes of South Park and then never watches them <laughs> or erases them. <laughs> Makes it easier to find my stuff. The guy who yes, cleans his room. Every episode is CSI that comes on. All right, hold on a second. So that means during the three hours where you were sitting there waiting, <laughs> he watched Lost. Yeah, partly. Yeah, hour and a half walking the dog. About a half hour, you know, waiting around and eating for waiting for chunks yeah, to get right. back. Yeah, he, He's got to make his nest quick and his peanut butter sandwich with crackers and cheese. It's good. good. Ian in the 407. Yeah, chunks. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. And the chunks. truth is, you suck. <laughs> you loser. Clean that white stuff up. Hey, chunks. You know, if you ever get lost, you just have you to shut the, the hell up. That's road. enough out of you. I want to hear it from you. <laughs> well, chunks knows there is no comfort in the truth. No, but I think the, all the white paint's gone because the toilet exploding water today probably washed it all away. Or, or at least into a big pile on my bathroom floor. You know what's funny is my toilet was broken two nights ago, so I had them fix mine. Cheer up, man. I it's not the end of the world. Wait, so you had them this fix too mine. This too shall pass. And you didn't think, hey, oh, Chunks' toilet's making noise. Maybe I just sent them on in there. I forgot about yours being broken. Let's go to uh, Sean in the 407. Chunks, remember, since Tommy let you out, one hand washes the other. That's true. Don't forget, you guys are like a couple of hands. You want to mm-hmm. know? You're the deformed one with only two fingers. You want to know something else? I forgot, too. Today, I just thought about this. All right, it hmm. sounds like you're just making all this no. up now. No, my floor really is covered in water now. The toilet <laughs> is fixed, but my floor is still covered in water. And my freaking Game Boy's down there because I like playing it on the John. It's in the corner and it probably doesn't work. 
cunt! Uh, here's what I want you Dude, to do. Dude, those things are like 80 bucks, man. Wait, wait. Is, it, what, is this the original Game no, Boy? No, man, like the SP. Silver. Wait, Why is that what that was? <laughs> what do you mean, is that what that was? I thought it was a life raft for cockroaches. Ooh, that was a gaming system, huh? Yes. You might want to... Next time the people upstairs are noisy, you might want to ask them for it back. I might have thrown it through their uh, screen window. Shut up, I swear stop. to God. You only throw rocks through the window. Shh. Allegedly. All right, Chunks. I wish there was something we could do for you, but obviously there's not. I'm going to be willing to bet the people upstairs will give you a Game Boy if you ask. Dude, I'm bummed about that thing, man. Why don't you go home and find out if it's there or not, just so we can hear you heart, your heartbreak on the air. B-Dog in 352. Yeah, I got a... I gotta say that there's one thing I've learned from Chunks' life, and that is that uh, truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's the Hideout Road Radio. God. 104.1. Friday night hour, too, Hepper. Everyone's uh, doing all right. You guys be safe out there tonight. Remember the open door. We got all sorts of prizes, including tickets for tomorrow's live broadcast of the Florida International Reptile Expo at the uh, Orange uh, County Convention Center. Yeah, we'll be out there from noon to 2. We'll have tickets for UCF versus East Carolina during the open door mm-hmm. and a $25 gift card from the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. Go to realradio.fm to vote on the World Series of Sexy Anchors, keyword anchor, realradio.fm. And also to learn about the Beatdown Beat Mix contest and your chance to win $500 uh, from American Express, a $500 American Express card. Here's a boy, P-Docs, with our hip-hop news update. What's up, P-Docs? Good to see you. It's time for Sway with the Hideout Hip-Hop Report. It's not Sway. Who is it, then? P-Docs, the P-Docs, I want to play one of these for you here in a second after the hip-hop report, and I want you to spread the word among the DJ community. I know you've brought in a few DJs for us. This is a very easy way for those cats to try to pick up on $500. Ah, okay, I'll do that, I'll do that. First, let's t- tell us what's going on in the world of hip-hop. Okay, well, first of all... On this I'm... international cliché day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I missed Monster Ween last week, so let me apologize. Oh, so did we. Yeah, we didn't broadcast live. We didn't broadcast live. live. We were there. Shut down. We were drinking, but uh, it was was a great time nonetheless. All right, well, that's great, man. And, uh, you know, we we actually have a few stories now since we kind of backed up here. All right, give us some good uh, stuff. Our favorite rapper, Lil Wayne, is actually in the news. He's been banned from Morgan State University. What'd he do? Well, actually, he didn't do anything in particular. Him and his entourage were actually throwing money out into the crowd during one of their concerts, which actually caused somewhat of a mini-ride, and uh, two people were trampled, and uh, one lady fainted. I've, oh, now, we did that uh, over at the 666 party at Mako's. We got... Hundred bucks, I think, or something. Yeah, we shot it out there. That right? was part of our greed thing that we were going to do, and we shot out a hundred dollars into the crowd with one fifty-dollar bill hidden in the mix. <laughs> and uh, it is funny to see guys trample over girls oh, yeah. to pick up dollar bills. Now, what's he arrested for? Inciting a riot, or is it reckless endangerment? Well, he actually violated their uh, public safety standards okay. by and being then, black. 
He violated their public uh, safety right. standards. <laughs> I don't know. Morgan State. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Stepping in a gated community. Right. right. You're under arrest, sir. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, what else you got over there, P-Docs? Well, actor-rapper Will Smith is actually in negotiation to become part owner of the Philadelphia 76ers. Who right now are taking on the Orlando Magic. Ah, how about that? He's um, actually uh, discussing that. That's something I would always dream. Buying a uh, basketball team? Even though, since you're a uh, Mavericks fan, are you buying a different team? No, I don't want the Mavericks. You want, if, you had a, if you had a chance, Mavericks are too expensive, but you could afford... I don't know. Uh, if I had, uh, like, if I could buy the whole team outright, yeah, I'd buy the Magic. I was going to say, what, what else could you say besides that? Yeah. I, well, Miami Heat? Never. Worst never. Team. I'd buy them and then <laughs> shut them down. I'd buy them and move them to Des Moines. Um, even to buy, like, steak. Like, you know, like a mm-hmm. steak. Like, if I, only had, if I was like, hey, Cuban, here's $5 million. Can I just call myself minority owner? Would that be tech minority minority owner? And I have no say in anything. Yeah. I just want to call myself that. I just want to put it on my business card and be able to sit front row. That's all I'm looking for. Uh, hip-hop news report. What else you got over there, P-Docs? Well, just to say, now, if this deal does go down, he'll join the likes of Jay-Z, Nelly, and Usher to be among people who actually have part ownership of NBA. That's brand. right, because Jay-Z bought part of the Nets, and I think they're still trying to move him to Brooklyn, yep, which are. would be really cool. Isn't P. Diddy trying to uh, get the Knicks? I doubt he could uh, buy the Knicks. Not, like, not the complete ownership, but part ownership. Just part of it? Yeah. No idea. I heard about that. I would think Spike Lee would go for that first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, it's surprising that he hasn't. <laughs> What else you got, P-Docs? Well, Snoop Dogg was arrested in uh, an airport no. out in Burbank. Ah, uh, yeah, on suspicion of illegal drug and gun possession. I wonder what made them think, hey, there's Snoop. And uh, chances are he's holding. He's got something on him. Uh, what was it, weed? Well, actually, they, they did find illegal alcohol, I mean, alcohol, drugs, and uh, gun possession. All right, so. Uh, in an airport. In an airport. Walking around with drugs and a gun in an airport. <laughs> what are you doing, Snoop? But this is the thing. He's Snoop. And he can get away. Didn't he nearly start a gun battle and he's ba- been banned from Heathrow in London? Really? That was Snoop, yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah, started yeah, all yeah. sorts of trouble. Yeah, and, from British Airways, actually. Yeah, it was in Heathrow in London. I think he's been banned from yep. ever flying into Heathrow anymore. Which is what, the big, one, like the second biggest airport in the world? Yeah. Well, he was actually let out on $35,000 bail, so uh, according to this, he's doing all right. He's back on track. Now. Right. <laughs> sure. He's go- he's back coaching his kids' uh, football team. Exactly. Which is one of his fun favorite things to do. You got anything else over there? We all good. Well, DMX is actually expanding his business career. He's actually going into a clothing line career? company. Career? I haven't heard anything from DMX <laughs> in about seven years. Well, he quit rapping. He tried doing the acting with what, what was that Steven Seagal movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, when he went in a movie with Aaliyah 2? Was he? I'm pretty was, sure That was, was uh, Romeo Must Die. Yes. That one actually did well, though. It did okay. By the way, she was such an awful actress. <laughs> I know the everybody... one with Steven uh, Spielberg, not Spielberg, uh, Seagal. Seagal was yeah. actually pretty good. Was it? It was actually good. Yeah, yeah, I think I actually remember seeing that one. I think Anthony right. Anderson was in that too. What was the name Tom of that Arnold. movie, Tommy? What was the name of that? Oh, one? God, it's a. Uh, I, I, all I saw, I remember the uh, the previews came out for it during the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I I thought it looked terrible then, so I never went and saw it. The last thing I had heard from DMX was him stealing a like a car in in uh, New York City, or his dogs attacking people. I heard about that like, too. That was happening to him two or three years ago. Isn't mm-hmm. his wife like really fat? 
White chick? No, some like. <laughs> Come on. No, but. I think you're thinking about LL Cool J. No, I don't. No, I'm pretty sure no, it's DMX. Uh, also, thing I think of... uh, Ludacris' wife's kind of chunky, too. Ugh, I don't know that to be true. I think I saw it on Cribs. That's because Wait, I must say, Mr. Shook Knight. You're right. You're right. Yeah, a big girl will always have food ready for you. I will say Mr. Suge Knight always has a beautiful woman with him no matter where he is. He's irrelevant now. I don't care. I'm scared of him. So what's going on with DMX? DMX is actually going to be coming out with some footwear, some headwear. He's actually said it's going to be a cross between rugged hip-hop gear and business casual. Yeah, Yeah, because that's always a nice mixture. Yeah, that's a great hybrid. (laughs) Um, Something for everyone. All right, now... I want you to spread the word of this, P-Docs, and I even would love for you to put one of these together if you had the time. I know you're a very busy man. We call these beat-down beat mixes. We did it last year, and it was clips from chunks, chunks saying things, put to music. And last year we gave away a TiVo. This year it's a $500 American Express card. Uh, You go to realradio.fm, the hideout page, you can download not just clips of chunks, but... Of anybody and everybody from the show, you can use clips from the podcasting, and you put it to music, 45 seconds to 90 seconds, somewhere in that time range, and the best one will end up winning. Now, I know that Central Florida runs, uh, you got DJs all over the place, you got local musicians, mm-hmm. uh, you got people with their own beats, or if you want to put it to you know, other beats, that's fine, but okay. just something fun and funny for the show. Here is an example. All right. Uh, this one was, was runner-up last year. Hideout download. Mm, why is that not playing? Hold on a second. Hmm. Give me two seconds. Oh, here we go. I know why. My apologies. Everything's in the wrong channel. Hideout download. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy. All right, stop. Jiggling and listen. I'm queer, dirty, and sexually retarded. Tarted, tarted, tarted. Now, if y'all want to party like we do, if y'all want to party like us, let me hear say, Whatever. I'm gay. I've got boobs. That's an example of one that used other songs already out there. Then we got a couple more that we'll play later on in the night that were to uh, original beats or just beats. Mm-hmm. And the best one will win a $500 American Express card. Well, I just got a text message from our homeboy, DJ Point Blank, and he says he's got this. Perfect. It's in the bag. Perfect. So make sure you can go to realradio.fm, download the clips. You want to put it to your music or anybody else's music, 45 seconds to 90 uh, seconds. Get them in ASAP. There you go. Good job over there, P-Docs. Thank you, sir. Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 
Friday night with the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1, Row Radio.fm, the World Series of Sexy Anchors, mm-hmm. keyword anchor. Also, uh, info on the Beatdown Beat Mix, $500 American Express card up for grabs. Go win that. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Also today is International Cliché Day. Uh, yeah, it is, Dubs, and I figured that we'd maybe wait until we threw out a few more of those, because all things come to those who wait. Yeah, good, good things. things come. Yeah, the dude in the 407. Hey, guys, I just want to let you know that Chunks needs to remember that uh, before he goes off on Tommy, that you can't judge a book by its cover. No, you can't do that. John in the 407. Thank you, sir. John, go. Well, it's a shame that he couldn't eat his beef jerky, but they always say you can't have your cake and eat it, too. That's right. <laughs> and, Chunks, just remember, as tough as uh, things get in your life, for you, there's no place like home. Mm-mm. Oh, man. Ref in the 304. Oh, please. Yeah, you guys shouldn't get Chunks angry, because you wouldn't like him when he's angry. <laughs> Uh, here's the funny thing about cliches. They're never funny, unless you're Mm-mm. running a bit. Because yep. normally a cliche sucks ass, unless yeah. it's International Cliche Day, which Wild, it is. Wild Hawk. Um, I think Glenn Miller and T-Docs would be like two peas in a pod. <laughs> yeah, I, have you heard about Glenn Miller? Um, you may have missed this, P-Docs, I'm kind of glad. It. He is a guy who was running on the White Power platform. How's that grab you? Uh, and that is, um, in Missouri, and we had him on the show about three or four times. No, three times already, I think. The guy's, um, he's Radio Gold, but he's racist as hell, and that's kind of why he's Radio Gold. Um, you should check it out on the podcasting. I think maybe, I think maybe even you would, uh, would, uh, would find it funny. Wasn't I supposed to send him something, or... Oh, yeah, the tapes of him oh, being on the show. Exit Wounds that. was the name of that movie. Ah, that is the name of it. Tommy Bateman found that one. Wait. There you go, Tommy. Um, hey, did you see that Bob Barker retired? <laughs> yeah. Well, he hasn't retired yet. He's uh, announced his retirement for uh, this coming summer, I think July. Oh, it's not going to be a you know 2010 thing? No, it's going to be this year, July. Um, He's done. What was He's your, not going to make it to 2010. What was your... Now, now, his was The Price is Right. Yeah. I love The Price is Right. What was your favorite game on there? The yodeling guy. Plinko. Plinko's fun, too, but I love the yodeling guy. Just, yeah. uh, you know, you never know when it's going to stop. It's just going to... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, cliffhanger. That's what it's called. I forgot I about I love that one. <laughs> um, it never comes up, either. Or the one where you have to punch through the thing and grab the cards, uh, yeah. and one of uh, it puts either together a car or an amount of money. I, I love too how all that the, that stuff was so old, like the uh, the hitchhiker guy or the the yodeling guy. Mm-hmm. You could tell there was an intern behind that board, just like moving it along. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, even all paid. No, it wasn't all because you could just see it wiggling along as it was going up there. <laughs> Some douchebag had to push it up. Honestly, my favorite part about that was spinning that wheel. I really? always wanted to have the opportunity 
on The Price is Right to spin that wheel. I loved it when some feeble old bitch yes. would jump up there and try to pull it and fall down, and you wonder if she broke something. And they boom. They yeah. boo the old people if they can't get it all the way oh, around man. past the dollar the first time. Or the the, uh, the putting is great, too, oh, yeah. because Bob always goes up there and shows you how it's done. You know which one I hated? What? That everyone always went crazy for? Plinko. Plinko? We just said Plinko. We like Plinko. No. Plinko's awful. It's great. You don't like Plinko? No. I always wanted to drop that down there. You can win $10,000. More than that, it's like $50,000. Yeah. And how many people ever won anything? You won about 300 bucks total. I always knew I could nail the showcase, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and my chick, uh, when, when we first moved down here, she didn't have a job yet. We'd just sit around playing the pricing games. Beat her ass. All right, was the Price is mm-hmm. Right, though, is that the best game? Game yep. show? Yes. Maybe. It's hard to beat, unless you're Press Your Luck. Was Press Your Luck whammies? Yep. That's the one I love. <laughs> press Your Luck, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop! That's the one I love. I always loved, uh, what one was it? Uh, um... The one where you had to match up, like, uh, they, they put these different signs up and you had Concentration. To... Was it Concentration where, you, like, you would uh, just try to figure out... Alex what Chebec the... was the, also the host? Mm-mm. No? This is one where they had, like, like, uh, like a ship and, like, just different things and, like, all these different images. You had to figure out what word they were trying to say or what uh, phrase. Wow. Yeah, I, um, now, Pictionary, of course. Pictionary was fun. I always enjoyed Pictionary. Family Feud. Oh, you know what? I think Family Feud with Louie Anderson. <laughs> I think Family Feud may have been my best one. I, my favorite one. The more I watch it, the more I hate that because it's always some stupid, obscure answer. And they're like, oh, 53,000 people said toothpicks. It's, what are you talking about? Stupid show. You know what I hated? No, I always like because it, it was a survey. Survey says. Survey's crap. Hmm. Just like the election surveys. You know what I always hated? Uh, the uh, <clears throat> Hollywood Squares. Yeah, I never dug that or The Price is Right. Yeah, or The Pyramid. That was kind of weird. Pyramid, I'm not, I love. I'm sorry, not, like price is, not Price is Right. I, my apologies. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel yeah, of Fortune? Yeah. Oh, actually. Born. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to mention this on the air because my neighbor's going out to it and he wants as little competition as possible. Wheel of Fortune's doing uh, tryouts here in Orlando this weekend. Oh. I think oh. I, yeah, I saw that around. I like Wheel of Fortune. It seems so basic. I'd rather know what the people are thinking with Family Feud. No, those people are idiots. People on Wheel of Fortune, I always like it when they can't get the, the easy ones right. They're like, I'll take an X, please. Ha! Uh, and it's like pretty in pink, and they're like, yeah, let's see, P R E T T X. All right, here's another one that I love Newlywed Game. Newlywed Game was fun. The Newlywed Game was great because it was always so uncomfortable when they'd get the questions wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, you know, it is kind of fun to play. It is kind of fun to play if, like with your partner at the time, just to see if you would have the right answers. Like me and my chick now, I think we'd we'd kill. And then we're getting married, but we'd kill on the newlywed game, <laughs> newly dating game, we'll call it. Really, if there was a dating game, but you guys couldn't be on that. Yeah, that'd be different. Ralph and the four seven. 
Supermarket Sweep was one of the greatest games ever. <laughs> Supermarket Sweep was fun to watch. That's actually we based off of the uh, the Premier Adult Factory Outlet live broadcast we did in February. By the way, we have a gift card to give out tonight during the open door for that if you come up. But it was, yeah, run through, try to grab as much stuff as you could mm-hmm. at the end, right? Or was yeah. did you have to, to hit a, a point total or whatever? I think you had to. Uh, you couldn't go over something. Uh, it was there was a like a parameter around it. Now the one, the greatest of all time, Double Dare. Double Dare was the fun game. Yeah, you know why? You. I, wa- I watch it today and I feel smart. Yeah, damn you, because you're right. Double Dare was fantastic. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. on a Friday night in the hideout road radio 104.1 about an hour away from the open door but you may as well start heading up because the heretics I'm sure are downstairs tailgating yep I've already seen a few uh, 407-916-1041 888 we're just just because Bob Barker retiring we're talking about favorite old game shoes mm-hmm. and you're right the double dare was probably double dare family feud and press your luck I think were my favorites growing up now, there are a few others out there like... Yeah, uh, I'd sprinkle in others, but those ones were constant for me. Max. And I was so excited when uh, I would see Press Your Luck on I never knew exactly when it came on, but it was one of those I'd always, you know, kind of skim over and, ooh, Press Your Luck. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. And they always show it, don't they, on the... Uh... Yeah, well, they have a new Press Your Luck on the game show network. Like, uh, they brought it back. Okay. All right, I didn't realize now, that. Now, if you want to go to uh, worst game shows of all time... Don't forget your toothbrush. Huh. Do you remember that one on Comedy Central? Lived probably two oh, or three months. Yeah. Uh, people would come there, bags packed for vacation. Only, you know, one person or one couple would get to go. And, uh, you know, they would be playing. And uh, whoever won left that night for their vacation. I had no idea about that one. By the way, it's also International Cliche Day. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Just remember that rain always comes uh, after a rainbow. Yeah. Don't tinkle on me and tell me it's raining. <laughs> Is that really a cliche? In a uh, more hardcore term, yes. In a roundabout way, yeah. I suppose. In a Judge Judy way. Uh, and then Jeopardy, I hate it, just because I'm not smart enough to play it. You guys mentioned, uh, what is it, the newlywed game where the questions, because it was in the 70s, had to be worded so carefully, like, what's the craziest place you've made whoopee? Right. Yeah. Oh, match game, though. Oh, yeah. Match That's game was it. fun. I thought I just mentioned that, match game. Oh, I don't listen to you. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> what about Weakest Link? Uh, weakest Link for two seconds was fun. Remember uh, Kelly that we worked with at the Edge? She was on it, and she got bumped the, the second round. Yeah, uh, back in uh, back in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Anthony in the 407. Yo. What's up? Hey, man. Password, that was a good game, and uh, let's make a deal. Right. Let's make a deal, yeah. What'd you think about that one, Dubs? Let's make a deal. I never watched it, really. I never got into it. Hmm. You? Uh, yeah, me either. I don't, <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. Anti-Matt in the 407. I got two. Remember, change your heart and remote control. 
Change of Heart I wasn't a big fan of. Remote Control I loved. I had the uh, Nintendo video game for it. All right, now, uh, Remote Control, didn't you love that one, Tommy? Wasn't that one of your favorite ones of all time? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it's wonderful. So enthusiastic. Annie Matt read my mind with the Change of Heart. Good looking out, Annie Matt. <laughs> what was Change of Heart? I, I remember it, but I don't remember it. Uh, Pedox, you're the one that... Uh, Wasn't it basically like that parental control thing yeah. that on TV now, but it was on, like, Fox? It was kind of like... Didn't it come after Studs? Oh, God, show? studs, where, with the hearts. Yeah. Oh. And you basically go on there with your girlfriend, and you go out on a date with someone else, and she goes out on a date with someone else, and you decide if you want to stay together or have a change of uh, life. all right. And just to give you a piece of news information related to hip-hop, uh-huh. rapper The Game was on Change of Heart before his days <laughs> as a gangster rapper. I'm sure that helped with his street cred. Who was the host that like just got recycled? Was it Wink, Wink, Wink Martindale, right? Was that the guy that just got bounced back and forth between all of these shows? Yeah, and who's the new one who's always, um, he's on Blind Date. He, he cut a oh, drop Roger for Lodge. Us. Didn't he cut a drop for yeah. us? I don't know if we even have that around anywhere. Yeah. Roger Lodge from America's number one dating program, Blind Date. And if you're looking for a gay blind date, well, you got it right here in the hideout. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so I'm like, right. I saw Roger Lodge at our back uh, back at our uh, old station. I'm like, hey, can you cut an ID? <laughs> Why? Of all the people, David Cross, Frank no, Caliendo. Because I'm not uh, intimidated by Roger Lodge. Now, Larry Michael, one that I'll watch all the time, Street Smarts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Street Smarts is hilarious. Is but that still on? I think so. I think you can find it on like 3 a.m. Yeah, late night. Uh, but it, it, the uh, the host was painful, but funny at the yeah. same time. Did you, did you ever get into any of the knockoffs, like Blind Dates, like a limit day? Oh, or, man. Uh, we love a limit date. The fifth uh, wheel. My favorite new game fifth show. Fifth wheel, I didn't like that much, but a limit date was fun. I think that's the one with the is that the one where the producers like put up the bubbles too? That was a limit date. Yeah. And uh fifth wheels where they're on this bus and then they would have, you know, people matched up even numbers and then they would add that uh fifth person in and throw it all off. That's and then, wacky. And then someone would be left doing nothing. That's crazy, man. My favorite new game show is Cheaters. I was going to say, but hold on, is that a oh, damn right. <laughs> cheaters is fun. It's fun for me. Yeah. I, I, I sit there and make bets as to whether or not the camera guy is going to get punched. I, I was watching it after um, after Monster Ween in my hotel room, and it was some uh, guy who was uh, with a dominatrix, and they just bust into the, the hotel room, and he's bent over the bed getting whipped. <laughs> <laughs> they always wait. They always want to wait and confront when you're there doing your thing. And it's like, come on, let me finish first. I think uh, I think the best part is now that show has got so much fame that when they bust somebody in a bar, the people recognize them, the drunk patrons of the bar, and they're like, hey, cheaters, Blake, you whore, you dirty whore, go to hell. Didn't the, yeah, cheaters. Didn't the guy get stabbed? Yeah, he did get stabbed. First he got stabbed, he got arrested one Greco, time. Greco, right? Was it yeah. really yeah, Greco? Uh, no, no, no. It was the other guy. No, it was, uh, it was Greco. Yeah, uh, it was Greco. And he always goes, I get stabbed <laughs> so that America can feel safe because of the infidelities <laughs> and how we treat each other. This is a crime that I have to fix. Rob in the 407. What up, Rob? Hey, uh, you guys forget about the most intense game show ever, and that'd be uh, American Gladiators. American Zap. <laughs> wow. You're right. Zap was my favorite. I forgot about American Gemini. Gladiators. One of the greatest. <laughs> One of the greatest done right here in our own backyard. Hey, Dubs, we'll take a break and come back. 
There's a cat we had chatted with before. He's actually a friend of Chunks. Um, uh, Steve Miller with the John Lennon Educational Tour Bus. You remember we had this on a yes, while back? Yes. And uh, it's jlsc.com. All right, just go to lennonbus.org. Okay. But I wasn't chastising you. <laughs> um, but it's been touring through the U.S. and Canada for the last ten months with a, a mobile recording studio, and. I remember you told me, Steve, next time you were with Mo's Def, you're going to get him to call in. Uh, you've been working with Mo's Def, the nice Black memory. IPs, Spin Doctors, Eminem. I remember it. He's too busy hanging out with all the stars. You're me in trouble, man. I know, hanging out with all the stars. Uh, but we'll take a break, come back. You see, we got a few stories with you. We'll get caught up on that. And you guys got a book that's going to be coming around around it, too. Yeah, around Christmas time. Man. Awesome. Don't remember, don't judge that book by its cover. Uh, Always make sure you read the inside. Cliche. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Open door in about 55 minutes. Got some in-studio guests right now with mm-hmm. us, J-Dubs. Um, we got our boy P-Docs, who gives us our hip-hop news update. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, too, our comedian buddy Pedro Lima is here. Hello. The troublemaker. Uh, no. The breaker-upper of... Uh, Friendships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have also, too, with us... Uh, Steve Miller from the John Lennon Educational Tour Bus, LennonBus.org. Remind people, uh, Steve, what it is uh, you guys go around doing. We uh, we travel the country 10 months out of the year teaching students of all ages how to write and record songs and produce music videos, Right, uh, basically in a nutshell. All right, fantastic. And uh, where all did you guys hit up since the last time we've seen you? Uh, we've been coast to coast five times and been coast to coast Canada twice. Oh, uh does it suck being on the road, or are you loving it? It's no, a great it's, job. It's heaven, man. It's heaven. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I guess like, what, what could be kind of cool is the fact that you're on that bus. I mean, all of your tools are there, so you can work while you're driving, correct, to produce things? I, I've I've recorded some crazy songs in my underwear, man. It's great. I can, I, just, I can just roll out of bed, man, just grab the console and start working. It's while, awesome. Yeah, while you're on the road. I, I, yep. saw, I saw the bus yesterday, and I guess they had to work in it, so they couldn't bring it by. The equipment they have in there is nicer than the studio here. I mean, it's, like, fantastic. Plasma screens, beds. I mean, there's just equipment. They actually have CDs in there, blank CDs you can record with. <laughs> actually have them. Yes. Oh, okay. was, uh, too many of them. It was the us. Now, uh, you, didn't have any, you didn't have anything to do with that abomination chicken noodle soup, right? Excuse me? That that song, Chicken Noodle Soup, you had no uh, nothing had no, to do with that. No, okay, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I'd have to kick your ass out of here. Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> it is linenbus.org. Uh, who are you been working with? I just got to go with the Black Eyed Peas, actually. I Son of a, a bitch. Uh, yeah, I did a, a bunch of, did a whole U.S. tour with them and a whole Canadian tour with them twice this year, actually. All right, so wow. uh, I, Chunks tells us, because you're, how are you friends with Chunks again? We know each other from D.C. Used to go to the bung together. 
Uh, it doesn't sound good. Bungalow. <laughs> Chillers, that's the uh, old Bill. bar. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you guys just used to hang out at the bar? And, yeah. All right, very cool. Oh, so what was it like being on tour with the Black Eyed Peas? It's incredible, man. I mean, they... Uh... You're around people like that. They just have this in, incredible work ethic and incredible passion for what mm-hmm. they do. I mean, it, it's a, it's just for real. I mean, they're they're, they're just great guys and great and great girl. Uh, how was Fergie in person? Because I had Fergie a crush is on her. Fabulous. Is yeah. she a good person? Absolutely wonderful girl. How much meth did you shoot up with her? <laughs> Not at all. Actually. <laughs> Where does that even come from, Pedro? Cheat you read, you read, didn't you read, didn't you? I mean, yeah, I mean. There, he he was showing me. There, can I tell about the picture? There, there's a picture of him like passed out in the tour bus. I guess he was drunk, oh, and, and like Fergie's just sitting there, like flicking him off as he's asleep. And like the the bodyguard or something put like a bottle of beer on his you know his junk. Damn you, dude! Yeah, you're, you're living the life that we all want to live. What was this thing? You didn't read that uh, about Fergie? I don't read. I'm only on the radio. Yeah, dude. She said that the, one of the best uh, diet things she did was uh, crystal meth. Man, I talked about that like nine months ago. They did this story on ABC about how awful meth is to you, and it looked like a commercial. You lose weight, you're mm-hmm. up all night, you're getting stuff done. You should change your diet, man. What's the diet you're taking again? I'm on like? H57 Hootie. It's yeah. not quite meth. You should get on meth. It's probably cheaper, man. Who knows? I doubt it. I'll do the meth. I need, right, cool. I need to drop like 25, dude. No lie. Uh, no four, lie reads. 407-916-104. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> meth doesn't pay. Uh, sure it does. Sure it does. Uh, 888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, LennonBus.org. Uh, we are in the middle of this contest for the Beat Down Beat Mix, and people can win a $500 uh, American Express card if they take clips from the show, which are up on RealRadio.fm, and put them to, to music. How easy is it for people to catch on to these musical programs? As far as making beats and stuff? Yeah, or? just any of that. Or, or even well, it, beats it, already that exist and then throwing drops it, on it them. It depends on the individual. I mean, it, you could be an artist, but I know how to draw. You know, some mm-hmm. people can just listen to something and say, you know, all of a sudden, let's add some claps and let's add some bass hits to that and it'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. Whereas one person will listen to that and say, let's add some jazz guitar lines and the bass line. And somebody else will say, I don't care, I just want to listen. Right. It's kind of dependent on the person, you know. And, how they, how they get down. Chucks, you were telling me that he's, uh, you have the producer title on which album? Well, I don't have a producer title, but, um, the, uh, Black, uh, or Fergie's new album, The Duchess, mm-hmm. she recorded the majority of that album and, uh, Wrote a lot of it on the bus that I work on. Like, oh, on the wow. Bus? Right, like, he's got his name in the cover. Yeah, my, my, my name's in the credits and everything on it. So, Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, like, somebody like that, you know, a major artist, what process are they going through writing music? Are they just sitting there in a notebook? Are they typing it into a BlackBerry? How are they usually coming up with music or lyrics or whatever? Everybody's a little different. I mean, uh, like Will I am in particular, he'll sit down and he'll he'll make up a beat and he'll just kind of let the beat just be organic and come to itself. Next thing you know, he'll kind of you'll hear like a beat going, and he'll just kind of be on top of it, and all of a sudden those little nananas turn into you know some type of vocals, and next thing you know, it's making millions. Do you freak out? Do you think like Jesus, this guy's getting retarded right now? He's losing his mind because he's just mumbling. Not not no not that. I mean, I I get more retarded, and I think I can't wait till this goes out and like you know the clubs and blows up and. And you were here, and you saw how the whole process went down. Mm-hmm. By the time that happens, me and the other guys in the bus, it's 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 kind of already old news to us. But we're glad that it you know that you know it happened on our bus. So it's like it's cool, but it's, it's humble. You Who know, else did you meet uh, along this uh, tour since the last time we saw I, you? I did. Uh, Most Def's got an album coming out. I'm pretty sure I did Most Def's album last year when I was in Canada with him. Mm-hmm. And he was making that movie, Sixteen Blocks. Um, 
We had, you said uh, he was a real good dude, right? Dude, super cool guy. He's one of those guys that he'll just, uh, he's, he's kind of quiet and coy at first, but mm-hmm. then like once he starts getting attention, you know. Do you ever just want to pinch his cheeks? Uh, <laughs> there is something about him. Yeah. He's, he's, no, he's, he's got this thing where he kind of thinks he looks like Dave Chappelle, too, though. Like, he was looking in the mirror one day, and he's sitting here like, yo, me and Dave could be brothers. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you like Dave at all. <laughs> oh. Watch your mouth there, buddy. Excuse me. Excuse yeah, 407 <laughs> It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Go to realradio.fm to download the clips for the Beatdown Beat Mix contest and the opportunity to win a $500 American Express card if you can put uh, our silly old little drops uh, to some form of music. I mean, we were doing beats, uh, but I'd even like to hear rock versions of things. I mean, mm-hmm. I just want to open to whatever music you got, especially if it's original music or original beats and throwing the uh, the drops onto that. That's more of what I'm you know, probably interested in than anything else. P-Docs, what do you got? You got a question for Steve? Yeah, or? actually. Now, do you contact these artists, or do they actually seek you out to record on them? They get in touch with us, and uh, kind of the way that the P's work with us is we're under the same management label. Mm-hmm. Like the, the company that manages our bus also manages the P's, so whenever they're out on the road, they're trying to work on the new albums and these new things that are coming out, so it's just more convenient for them to be able to sit backstage and work on these albums and you know get things produced and done from the behind-the-scenes you know backstage thing than than have to you know advance all these recording studios and stuff. Now what about I mean because you're going around too in like different neighborhoods and stuff, right? You're just you're working with maybe some underprivileged kids too that don't have maybe the opportunity or access to this kind of stuff. That's definitely somebody we you know certain types of people we market or or not market but target you know like we go to areas where. Kids, high school age kids, you know, kids that are at risk, kids, you know, they don't have the abilities or the, you know, the, the equipment to get in a recording studio, but maybe something that they're interested in. So we bring them on the bus, teach them how to make a beat, you know, teach them how to, you know, put a mic in front of them, see what they can do, and give and them then a it ends up on their MySpace uh, profile. <laughs> you know, and they, basically, I mean, they can put their music video up on their MySpace, and it's all for free. I mean, it's just get people exposed. Now, what about do you? When you're hanging around with some of these stars, like a Mos Def or the Black IPs, or I see, I guess you also hung out with Eminem too. Uh, do they? What do they think about a MySpace? I mean, have they all kind of hopped on and said, "Hey, this is the way we're going to start marketing our stuff"? Do they worry so much about music videos too nowadays? Because you're not. I mean, your mu- music videos essentially now are made for the internet because mm-hmm. they're not played on television, or they rarely are. It's now all internet kind of based. YouTube or on their profiles or whatever. See, like, I mean, like the, the MySpace thing is a touchy subject because it's a, it's a free market. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, anybody can go to anybody's website and check out a video and check out this and that. You know, but they definitely utilize that market. Like uh, one of the guys in the bus, uh, Jesse Jensma, just did a, a MySpace hit for the Black Eyed Peas for a show that's coming up, and you know, that's going to be all over MySpace soon. And they definitely utilize that to market. You know, shows are going to be playing, places are going to be. You know, artists they're working with. But as far as you know, making that their main source of Getting you know the word out. I mean, not. I wouldn't say that's quite honest yet, but uh, I right. mean, there's there's you know hundreds of millions of people out there in MySpace now. I mean, it'd be stupid to ignore it. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, that's an, just an like that. it's just another avenue. That along with if you because I I find it for the guys that don't have the big time exposure, they'll roll with a MySpace on their own maybe website. But for other guys who are already getting radio play, it's all right. We're gonna roll with the radio play. We're gonna do our concerts. We'll come in. We'll do interviews. That kind of stuff. We'll hit up MTV. Uh, although I don't know where uh, at this point, and then the the MySpace is an afterthought. But for the up and comers, it seems like something like that is where they do kind of get that word out. You know what I mean? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's go to Blackhawk in the four zero seven. 
yes, Steve, as a member of the African American community, I was wondering if the R and B and rap stars record on the back of the bus. Oh come on. <laughs> that's wrong with you. That's, uh, that's cliche there. Look, you should have saw how he looked at Peace. me over here. Wait <laughs> 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 for the reaction. Like the studio turns ahead. Yeah, just to see. Uh <laughs> If Pete, I'm going to look for the closest white person to knock out. Yeah, thanks, Blackhawk. Yeah, for Blackhawk's joke. Well, dude, we appreciate you swinging in, man. It's good to see you. So what's, you guys got a book that's going to be coming out based on what? We have a book coming out. It is called uh, Come Together, uh, uh, creating music videos uh, made by the John Lennon Educational Tour Bus. It's a basic guide to how you can get into making music, making beats, making music videos. Oh, so it's an instructional Kinda. It, it, it's it's an informative, I guess. Right. I mean, like it definitely gives you, uh, you know, there's personal interviews with all the engineers in the bus, all the artists and everything. And uh, yeah, it, it's not like a like a like a user's guide or something. It's more of, uh, telling you how to do it, how to kind of. And uh, there's there's tips, there's techniques, mm -hmm. there's stories. I mean, there's suggestions. It, it's it's a little bit of everything, man. I mean, it's kind of it's covering basically how you know the average person just getting into the industry, getting into things can. Make and record music, learn how to make and record music videos to go along with it, and then it's got a bunch of stories and a bunch of first-hand stuff that we've done. And it's called Come Together? Come Together. Right. And that, uh, for more information on this, org. See, I'm always fascinated by this, and I'll tell you why. Music is something that I just can't comprehend. And what I mean by that is I... <sighs> I can't grasp it. I, whether it's having no rhythm dancing, mm -hmm. whether it is how to... I Go the, ahead and dance a little bit. I, I had the toughest the time... Uh, no, not going to. Aren't you Latin? I know. And that's the part that gets me. Uh, I don't, Gotta be 6'8". I, I don't understand a guitar. You know, I had somebody try to sit down and explain a guitar to me. And I would I, yeah. understand calculus before a guitar. Now, I can use editing software programs, like a lot of the imaging and things we do and put together. I can see it, and I can use an, aud an audio producing program probably with the best of them, you know? But when it comes to translating that into music, done work. I don't understand beats. I don't understand uh, How it comes rhythm. together and stuff. Rhythm. You know I just don't get it. And I want to so bad. Maybe it's because it's one of those things of... All right, I don't know how it works, so I want to know how it works so badly. You're like, fighting it too much. Probably. <laughs> You're overthinking it, probably. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'm, br I'm brilliant. I really am. I'm a brilliant guy. I mean, I, I'm smart with math. I'm smart with you name it. I'm, okay, I'm, Kung Fu. I'm good at it. <laughs> Just not music, and it terrorizes me. I'm like, Jesus. I mean, you enjoy listening. I, mean, I love like, it. Music you enjoy, right? Yes. I mean, that, I mean, it sounds like if you're that interested in it, it's just something you got to take time and get like, over it. I, <laughs> yeah, I think if I sat down and, like, really studied, I could understand it. Yeah, C-Line. Hey, uh, what like, software or equipment would you recommend for, uh, like, a young person who's just getting into uh, making music and making beats and has a limited budget or a copy of LimeWire? I mean, <laughs> I mean, as far as like as far as a limited budget, I mean, if you're gonna get into like the hip hop stuff, I mean, it's it's Reason. I mean, you want to learn how to create beats and make beats. Uh -huh. Reason is just a killer program. That's it's just a sequence based thing. It's real cheap. I mean, you can you can get bootleg copies for free. I'm sure. I mean, it's just it's something that you can definitely. Grab. I don't I don't support that. Well, <laughs> sure you anyways, you're talking about cheap. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, but I mean, Reason. I mean, you don't got to go out and spend thousands of dollars. Something you can make beats on. You can sequence right. stuff. And you can take it to any studio in the U.S. And if they're any kind of studio, they'll be able to have reason there, and 
you can make things with that. But you know, Pro Tools is like the industry standard and Logic. That's what we use here. I was gonna say. I know. I hate Pro Tools. Yeah, yeah I would but see, those those we use the dummy version though. Cool edit. Yeah. But once you learn one of them, I mean, there are little different nuances. But once you just get the basic understanding down, you can uh, you can rule from there. Well, it's, well, in engineering, there's like there's a rule of thumb in engineering that signal flow is signal flow. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get the microphone, you know, your voice into the microphone or your hands on the keyboard to make a beat and get it to go through your sequencers or your effects and come out of the speakers, life will be good. It just takes a little bit of practice to know how to do that efficiently. And All right, I'm done with radio. <laughs> it's like the same rule comics have. A mouth is a mouth. Uh, yeah. Is that for bathroom stalls? Why are you looking at me when That's for cliche day. Well, I appreciate you stopping by, my man. It's good to see yeah. you again, Steve. I mean, uh, every time, man. Linenbus.org. Bring that bus by sometime whenever you have the opportunity. We will work it out, man. And you're swinging through Orlando because that could be a lot of fun to check that. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'm looking at you guys at the table and you guys were like so embarrassed. So when I looked, and he was on stage, that's when he came up with the racist stuff. Oh, God. So you missed even the most uncomfortable parts. Yeah, when he was talking about Tommy, I missed that one completely. It was... <laughs> yeah, uh, you've seen people go up there the first time. Yes. Do, uh, how about you? Your first time up there. How was it? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah? I mean, I, I mean... I think uh, Gazoo's was as bad as all of us thought it was going to be, though. You know what it is? You know what he told me uh, in, in the green room? He's like, uh, you know what, Pedro? I want to do the open mic. I'm going to do a little bit of Sam Kinison, a little bit of Bill Hicks, a little bit of uh, Richard Pryor. I'm just going to... He was confident about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way this kid's going to bring that, dude. No. No, no. Oh, Hell no. It was so bad. It was two and a half minutes of him calling out Tommy. Yep. Our director, and then him calling out black people. Here's the thing: Patrick's girlfriend is black, so Patrick just <laughs> Patrick gave me this look like, is he out of his mind? <laughs> well, like, dude, I have no idea what he's saying. Well, he went up there and kind of tore him a new one oh. afterwards, because uh, Patrick was hosting the open mic. Yep. So after every set, he goes up there and kind of you know does his thing. <laughs> We've had some bad acts, dude. But I mean, and uh, he's bad as uh, Gazula. That has to rank mm. up there as one of the worst. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it has, yeah, yeah. Any uh, other bad ones that you just remembered? We've had some what? bad ones that brag outside saying, oh, yeah, I got this, I got this, I'm going to freestyle, watch, watch. And they get on stage, and they're just horrible. When I when I worked in New York, there was mm-hmm. one kid that was so confident when he got on stage, and my wife will tell you, a tear came down his eye of how bad he was doing. Uh, there's uh, nothing worse than being all alone on that stage and you're bombing. There's yeah. just no, you have nothing to go to. turned red and a tear dropped. And, I, and and it was the funniest thing ever, seeing somebody cry on stage. I remember when we were in D.C., uh, a listener, Crazy Jen, uh, for Ron and Fez, went up into an oh, open mic. God. And she got up there. She was all talking about how great she was going to do and everything. She gets up there, 90 seconds in, Runs like halfway through a joke, drops the mic and just runs. <laughs> it, it, it it looks easy, but the hardest no, thing it doesn't. to do. I, I mean, maybe just because you know I've looked at it and kind of figured no. That's well, not you know easy. already how you have to get in front of a crowd. But some yeah. people sit there, they have their beers, the drinks, and they think it's easy. Oh, all I gotta do is just stand up there mm-hmm. and just tell stories. It's it's the hardest thing is to make people laugh, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I and getting too. out of a hole once you've already done it <laughs> is just impossible. Yep. Once, one, like, if you don't come out and make them laugh, 
they already have this notion about you, and they are going to turn it unless you can do something miraculous. Well, one of the rules is you got the first eight seconds. You got to say something to get the crowd laughing. Because mm-hmm. if your first story is long-winded, and I mean, and this is only if they don't know who you are. Yeah. If you're a known comic, you can go into this most long-winded story. Yeah. Like George Carlin. Well, you know what I mean? And it's I, fine. I, but if you're not a known comic, and in the first eight seconds you don't have a punchline, the crowd's not laughing, you're already starting to dig a hole. Well, I found myself watching uh, comedians that I already like and everything, hearing them say a joke, laugh my ass off, and then thinking about it. You know, if there's anybody else saying that joke, I probably wouldn't yeah. find it as funny. You yeah. always earn that. You know, you're always able to uh, get by at some point. Because if, if some guys would get up there and do a bit, you think is oh, this is really really hack. But man, I love this guy, and it's just something about his cadence, something about his delivery that you're uh, you know you let him get away with it. You know what I mean? Not even get away with it. Like stuff I normally wouldn't laugh at, just because of who's delivering it, it'll make me laugh anyway. That was me with Pedro. <laughs> Pedro actually I, was very, very funny. I just wanted Thank to see you. if it hurt his feelings. Uh, no, you were very funny. Here's one thing I noticed. Do you mind constructive criticism? I, I, I welcome it with... You say bitch a lot. Oh, not, that's not the one I say a lot. Really? The F word I say a lot. Well, here's the thing. It, it, uh, here, am I, who am I going to you know, critique a stand-up guy? Yeah, yeah. right, dude. But it... The use of the word bitch was just, it seemed excessive. Now, See, mind I, didn't, you, I didn't pick up on that. Mind you, I, um, I don't know, you know, I don't mind curse words at all. Like, I don't mind the F word or the S word, but it was, it seems like it's kind of tough to get the crowd on your side when you're calling your grandmother a bitch. Really? <laughs> you, you, you got me right there. See, it's like, that bitch, my grandma, that bitch will, you know what I mean? Yeah, Steve. No, I think that's classic. I yeah. Mean, I think, I mean, you're pitching comedy like that. I mean, if you're going to be a good sport about it, I think that's a great way to start it up because you definitely get the attention there. Well, here's the thing. you got to understand, I'm doing an, an open mic. It's not my, my actual set. So sometimes when I'm doing, like, new stuff, I'll have a nervous twitch, and that nervous twitch will be one curse word. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I, I've been called the Tommy Gun of the F word <laughs> there because I, I asked Patrick, when, when I first started there, it was F... Uh, subject F, object F, right, right, pronoun. Right, right I got gotcha. you. It's uh, a pronoun. <laughs> uh, Adverb. Yeah. Right, you, dub- you use the F any way you want. It's the best part about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you want to limit it sometimes. Yeah. Cause if Dubs, you when are you going to get up there? I'm not. I just don't have the stage presence for I've it. I've told him, go up there. Like, same time Gazoo goes. He went up there in front of comics. There was only, like, five people in the bar just paying attention. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the best way to start. Just With to other get comics? stage. Well, well, the, the comics, comics yeah. I would imagine, would be pretty supportive. No, I, no, no, I, no. Is, is that uh, common? Is that common for comics not balls. to be? I mean, is, is it common for comics to get on each other? Or? Yeah, well, 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 we, they, we love seeing people crash and stuff <laughs> well, like that. Of but I mean, but you guys aren't going to heckle for the purpose. No, of No, no, we won't heckle. But it's hard. If you can make a comic laugh, then then you have a good joke. Yeah. But I, I, I just imagine it's better doing that than going up there in front of a bunch of people who aren't comics and uh, having them heckle the hell out of you. Uh, no. Heckling's not that common. I would never want to play to a room of comics. It just it, it can't go in your favor because they're all up there judging you, yep. sure. stone-facing you. 
But, but no, you'll, you'll probably get some decent feedback out of it if you're a cool you guys, person. Picture you guys they're going not cool to this per- radio convention. Cool you guys doing Usually. your show in front of other radio talk shows, and they're just watching you guys do like Hand a two-hour show, and they're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're all better. Exactly. That's uh, why. Yeah, I, you always. That's why I never like having any other radio buddies like in or around because you have to. That's the other thing too. You have to be in your element. There's something about you and your boys and your buddies when you're like when we're doing this radio show mm-hmm. and you have someone extra come in who may be in the business. Like I remember that one time we got a funny show, but Drew Curtis from Fark.com stopped by and it just it threw us off because this, we didn't know he was coming in for one well, thing. That was one thing, and the other thing too is here you got a guy who's you know kind of well known, whatever runs a huge website in Fark.com. All the Farkers are online listening to, listening to it, and it just adds this really weird dimension and dynamic to the uh, to the broadcast. And yeah, and with those kind of people, they uh, they listen. And if you aren't talking talking to Drew the whole time, their uh, webpage fills up with just people bashing you. But oh. it's the same thing with comics. It's the exact same way. I would not want to play to a room of comics. It just doesn't you seem like, do unless it's your buddies. If it's your buddies, like it's your element. If I looked around and I saw you and I saw Patrick and I saw Ricky Reyes and you know I saw you guys all hanging out, I'd feel comfortable. But any other douchebag around, I don't want it. Ricky's vicious. I'm sure he is. Ricky gets hammered and he, he from the corner of, of that bar, mm-hmm. he would he would yell out, "You suck!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Jeff, something, Steve? Well, I'm just curious. Is there any tricks that when you start finding yourself getting in a hole, you have any go-to thing? That you say to get the crowd back on your side. I, I, mean, I mean, if you're in a hole, you try and do like your your best joke. I you always have a, a joke there that that's like in case I'm in a hole, I'll use my closer and throw it in the middle. I wouldn't. I would just say screw it, and I just start talking <laughs> about the people there. Let's go to Jim in the 717. What's up, Jim? Hey, what's up? I have a little advice for Chunks earlier regarding the uh, 7-Eleven employee he was talking smack about. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, look, you got to nip this thing in the bud before the cat gets out of the bag. But then you can't let the cat get your tongue. Yeah. On this you international know? cliche day, these are all great advice. Uh, you know, little tidbits for you, Chunks. Thank you, sir. <laughs> what about comics that go up there and just throw out cliches? You see that a lot, puns, too? Puns, dude. Puns. Whatever. Um, the, the puns are great. If puns are used properly, they're fantastic. Yeah, but there's some comics that go over there, and they just want to throw puns after puns. That's j And we just yeah. want to take that's... off our shoes and just throw it out. I'm punny. Yeah, that's dope. No, but you're... Yeah. Oh, but sometimes they just they just abuse it, and it's just <laughs> not funny at all. Dude. I love puns. You'll do it. You'll run... Dubs' favorite thing to do is to do a joke... Not even a joke. No, they got a new story. Throw that out there, and then a gimmick. <laughs> that and cracks then, me. When he does it, cracks me up. See, I have good delivery you know, on the puns. He'll do a gimmick. But on stand up, no. No. He'll do get... a gimmick, and he'll will hate it, and will hate it, and he'll keep doing it. And we hate it so much. Then eventually, it crosses that threshold where it's not hate anymore. Now all of a sudden, it's it's funny. Holy hell! That hasn't reached there yet. Okay. Uh, that's one of those you're still trying to beat into the ground to the point that at which it'll get funny. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's star one zero four one singular wireless ones. So what you're saying about stand up comedy and is even music is uh, live and learn. Yeah. More than anything else, you got to live and learn. I, I I think after you flop a few times, you start learning what not to do. No, I think when you go up there, carpe diem. Right, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 
I'm not a stand-up comic, but I mean, uh, you, you you know what doesn't work, and sometimes you don't go that way, and with some people it does work, and then you I do tell go you, that way. You got to take comedy and also music one step at a time. Everything mm-hmm. is one step at a time, and if it's not going to be one step at a time, then... If you do bomb, tomorrow's another day. Exactly. And these are all things... And big. if you want to get noticed, you know, the squeaky wheel does get the grease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrap it up, hour three. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's been kind of an odd hour three. Yeah, well, not night all overall. Really? Yeah. I mean, when it's na- International Cliche Day, it makes it a little bit odd. You know, we right. couldn't We couldn't get a uh, hold of our normal guest, Mark St. Amant, during the 8 o'clock hour, and we've had nothing but uh, new guests tonight. <laughs> Very, very cool. J-Dub, so uh, we talked to our buddy Steve Miller, who's been traveling around with the Black Eyed Peas mm-hmm. and the Linen Bus, linenbus.org. We were just talking comedy with a comedian buddy, uh, Mr. Uh, Pedro Lima. Mm-hmm. And now it is time to talk a little politics. Yes. Uh, doing a little uh, political stumping. All right. Jeremiah, how do you spell your last name? How do you say your last name? Jaspon. 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 Jeremiah Jaspon running for the state senate seat in the 22nd congressional district. Uh, He is a Democrat. Welcome to the hideout. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. It's good to be here. Uh, Very good to see you. All right. So who who are you up against? His name is Lee Constantine. Okay, and I've heard of him? What is uh, evil Lee? Yeah, I am seeing this about Lee Constantine, a twice convicted criminal, two strikes, you're out. Yeah, I uh, I brought those for you guys. <laughs> this is a negative mailer that we have sent out. I love it, and uh, <laughs> and the reason I brought it is because I today I realized that I have made it in politics. It's the first time I've run for an office, mm-hmm. and today. I have got my first negative piece of my first negative mailer against me. Yeah, and I know that I have now made it. Uh, yeah, no, it's so true. Whenever you start getting attacked, that means hey, they they're taking you seriously. They're threatened by you. Now, yeah, I was almost insulted that I didn't get anything, and I'm gonna show you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see it. Now, with this two strikes you're out thing, there's two separate pictures of them. I thought it was from the same thing. You know for, what? For Christ's sake, Constantine, get a new haircut or shirt. One of them is from 1990 in Seminole County, a DUI conviction. The other is Orange County, DUI conviction in 2004. And the great thing about that, guys, is um, the district is Seminole and Orange, so he he's given equal opportunity to both districts and mm-hmm. getting a conviction in both districts, <laughs> uh, both counties. So, I love it. The guy's you know, going out slinging. I love it. He, he certainly is representing his his constituencies here. Uh, by, so. the way, uh, by the way, uh, Lee, if you'd like to call in for equal time or even comment, I'm sure you can. Um, all right, Jeremiah, <laughs> Mr. Jeremiah, or uh, Jaspon, or however you want me to say, um, what do you stand for? What makes you better, other than not drinking and driving, <laughs> than uh, Lee Constantine? Why can't you manage your own money? <laughs> okay. All right, let me Can see we talk that. about the negative mailer first? <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, well, all right. I, I just... Well, I would say, I recommend this. Let's build you up first. Then, oh, okay. like, that way people can get to know you, like, the positive right. before the negative. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, um, I'm a defense attorney. I've got my own little law mm-hmm. firm up in Sanford. Okay. Um, but I got my start at the public defender's office in, in Sanford. And uh, I tell people about 80% of my clients were high school dropouts. Uh-huh. And the other 20%, for the most part, liked the quality education. And... Uh, and maybe want to look at the education system we have here in Florida. Right. And uh, at the time, we were 49th in the country in educational mm-hmm. achievement. 
last in almost every category, uh, graduation rates, SAT scores. And what was really disturbing to me was that we were last or near last in funding education. But, you know, we were near near top in the country in funding our prison system. Oh, yeah. So, and I saw the firsthand effects of that uh, in Seminole County, Johnny Polk Correctional Facility is they have like 100 more people than they're supposed to have in there. It's overcrowded. And uh, I just saw a problem with that. And then I looked at our leaders. And I don't think the priorities of our leaders are really representing. Well, if you want to see a perfect microcosm for that, stick around after 10 for the open door policy. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, see. and all the, uh, the heretics, as we call them. Uh, Jeremiah Jaspon yes, sir. in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, running for uh, State Senate District 22, a Democrat. I have always said this, and we talked to Clint Curtis the other day. I, I truly believe that our problem here in America is we only look at effect and ways to deal with the effect as opposed to the cause. You said it exactly. Prisons. What are we going to do? That's the effect. People getting locked up. So we're going to build more prisons. But we're not attacking the root as to why people are going to prison, i.e. Mm-hmm. the cause. What is the cause? Is it a lack of education? Is it a lack of opportunity? Is it uh, you know little hope? You know, is it maybe just a mistake like Lee Constantine and the, you know, the drinking and driving? What is it that wild gets turkey. you? Uh, yeah, the wild turkey. Is, what is it that gets you to prison as opposed to, hey, let's just build more prisons? You know what I mean? And it yeah. seems like you may be on that uh, on that right track. All right, now let's move on to this. Why you're not trustworthy, according to Constantine, this, this mailer. This, man, where do they get the money to make these things? I'm, I know. I'm going he is spending trying. hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to, to beat me. Uh, how are the polls looking for you? I mean, is it a tough up, up, uh, uphill battle against Lee Constantine? Well, you know, you, you would think it would be, but uh, according to his last poll, we were a couple points up. So this is the reason wow. he's coming at me. All right. So this is why he's sending out the mailer. All right. Jeremiah Jaspin. Jaspin. <laughs> these are the worst pictures of him ever. Lee Constantine, these uh, DUI even the photos. One, even the one of you, you still look like a nice guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was happy with that picture. I'm surprised they couldn't find a worse one. It's kind of to catch a predator-ish. <laughs> but, but it doesn't say anything about, you know, anything, uh, you know, like that. All right. Uh, let's go through it's some not, of these things. Also, that, it's uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah for uh, Senate.com. All right, Jeremiah for Senate.com. I like that. That's a good one. I'm sure that was open. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. All right, what are the problems that he has with you as far as running for Senate? The problem, well, apparently from the mailer, uh, I can tell you I'm, t- I'm 29 years old. I graduated from law school four, uh, four years ago. Let me say this. I'm 28, and I feel like a dirtbag loser because you've made so much with your life, and here I am on a little nighttime radio show, and you're out there running for Florida No, Senate. but if you look at the mailer, I'm a, I'm a piece of dirt according to my opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, put I, my skeletons on a piece of paper and mail it out. Trust me. Uh, you'd win that one. Catalog. I know. Well, look, this is the deal. I graduated with $80,000 in debt from law school and uh-huh. student loans. Just oh, like course. any person who goes to law school or medical school who doesn't have a silver spoon in their mouth uh, mm-hmm. from birth. So when you look at my, my net uh, wealth, I'm $30,000 in the hole when you take and you add my student loans into the, into the mix. Oh, of course. So what he what he says is because I when I filed my paperwork with the state and had the thirty thousand dollar net, uh, you know, in the red, he's suggesting I, I, I do not know how to manage my funds. Oh, what an animal! 
What an animal that guy is. Uh, I tell you what, I guess uh, he, he doesn't like when folks are getting uh, student loans. I, I guess that's what it is. He's against education. He's against... He, he'd rather him be in prison. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's so true, though. And that's actually a response or something that's wrong with the system right mm-hmm. now, is that if you were going to go to school... You have to take out these loans. Right. I mean, and if you're going to get any sort of further education, you're going to have to take out loans. So essentially, he's penalizing you for being somewhat productive early on in your life and making something of yourself. Because most people don't pay these loans off for law school because my ex-wife's a lawyer. And Lord knows I'm still paying for part of that. <laughs> um you're not paying that off until you mid, you reach your 30s unless you go into join a big law firm and sell right. your soul. Well, Lee just doesn't understand that because, you know, you have to have money to drink, too. And he just doesn't understand that. Uh... Oh, who knows? It could have been Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> it's an open bar every night of the week. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah Jasper. Is it Jaspin or Jaspon? Ja- you know, people have said it. Both, I, just, I think I've said it both ways. I right? don't want to ruin it. You know what I mean? I say Jaspin. Oh, well, that's a Texas in me. I'm going to say Jaspon. Yeah. That makes right. more sense. I'm French. Jaspon. Uh, uh, here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. This is my favorite attack that all the, the Republicans run at the Democrats. He's too liberal. <laughs> now, what makes you too liberal? You know, I have no idea where he's getting that from. Uh, I have no idea. I, think, I mean... I mean, what do you, like, where do you stand on... I don't know, like a gun control or an abortion or an education or just any of that. Are you way no guns and uh, oh, no, no, all no. abortions even in the 10th month? And, uh, the 10th well, month? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe you're like Susan Smith or Andrea yeah, I, I was born a month late, so. <laughs> right. Well, I was too. Trust me, my mom tells me. I wish I had. I wish I had. But, like, where do you stand on some certain things, whatever, the hot buttons? Well, when you talk about guns, I'm pro-Second Amendment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I want people to have the right to carry arms. I mean, it's, it's you know, let Second me, Amendment's in our Constitution. They should have the right to bear arms. Let me say this, too. I used to be against the whole, you know, having guns thing mm-hmm. and all that. And then I kind of saw where our government has gone awry and really kind of betrayed us. And more and more I'm thinking, now I know why the Founding Fathers put that in. It's not for... You know, the people that are, you know, like the Ted Nugents of the world collecting AK-47s and stuff. But the right to bear arms, you know, more and more, I'm thinking these days, is something that's really, really smart. I could see where a Democrat would kind of come around on Being that. Being national cliche day, mm-hmm. guns don't kill people. People, people kill, kill people. <laughs> and if you want to get technical, it's the bullet. Um, all right, give me some you other stuff. pistol whipped a man, have you? No, not yet. I'm still hoping, though. Brain stem. Uh, maybe during the open door. Uh, what about this? What about you being too ex- inexperienced? Tell me about that, Mr. 29-year-old. I'm ready for Senate. Uh, too inexperienced. Well, you know, what has experience done for, for Senator Constantine? He certainly hasn't been uh, heeding to the will of the people. When you talk about uh, lowering class sizes, mm-hmm. you know, in 2002, the citizens of Florida loaded, uh, voted to lower class sizes. His constituency voted for it, yet he's trying to undermine his own constituency. He keeps voting against it. So I don't think you have to look at, at how much experience I have. I think you have to look at whether he is really being a voice for well, other people. And when I hear uh, non-experienced, I hear not corrupt. That, that to me, too, is a thing, because I don't know if you know this about us before, and we talked about this with Clint Curtis the other day, but we came from Washington, D.C., and we see, I know you're running you know, for state, right. but regardless, power is power. And we see what power does. It absolutely corrupts. 
You know these what I pictures mean? of uh, Lee Constantine, I see what power steering does. <laughs> uh, and, it, and it goes to show... Well, power hour. That, <laughs> power hour does, yeah. It goes to show a lot of times that power uh, experience is bad. I mean, I hear, you know, Mr. Phillips from the Phillips Ball saying it. I've been saying it. The system, this isn't, by the way, Jeremiah saying it. The system needs a douche. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Congress, be it, you know, state, be it federal... We need to get new blood in there who, you know, perfectly honest, will probably end up corrupt at some point because that's just the way the system is set up with lobbyists. But I'd rather try a whole bunch of new green people going in, you know, running things or attempting to fix things from a new perspective as opposed to the old dogs and the old, you know, the old guys network and the buddy-buddy network that is continuing to uh, run us down. Right. Well, I've got a, a bunch of Republicans who are actually uh, saying the same thing you are. They're going to kick out all the incumbents and vote and vote for guys like me. You know, fresh faces, uh, new ideas, new blood. Pretty we, faces. I'll say that, too. Mm-hmm. I see you on real TV. Pretty faces. Um, go ahead. <laughs> I've actually got a commercial out, and uh, we got a commercial out right now, and that's one of the things I say in my commercials. We need new blood in Tallahassee. I'll even say this, too, and this is coming from a guy who is a Democrat. If there is a corrupt democrat or a democrat you think that's around that maybe is you know one of these fat cats vote them out and if the only way to vote them out is by going republican then so be it but i would rather we all kind of start anew and even if you know and that means even going with our buddy here i'm gonna say buddy now don't forget us when you get up to no, Tallahassee. No, no, no. I, I hope uh, you have me back after uh, uh jeremiah jaspin here in the hideout road radio world four point one mike in the 386 what's up mike hey dudes go ahead buddy Hey, I was wondering uh, what this Jeremiah dude wants to do about overcrowding prisons, maybe letting some nonviolent weed arrests get out. or So your buddies. You need your buddies to run around again with. Uh, that is a good point. Where do you stand on something like that? I mean, I don't know how much you can do here on the local level, but when it comes to misdemeanors for things like marijuana, when it comes to locking people up, where do you stand on rehab as opposed to incarceration? As opposed to legalizing. I mean, where, where do you run in with all that? In terms of uh, marijuana usage? Yeah, marijuana usage, maybe... Um, the nonviolent... Nonviolent uh, offenses. Yeah. I don't know. Just Access when you, use, you, whatever. <laughs> well, you talk about overcrowding when it comes to prisons. Well, you know, as a defense attorney, it's funny. You go uh, to Seminole County, and the state attorneys, they want to lock you up for, for spitting on the sidewalk. Right. Mm-hmm. And you go to Orange County... And they have so many cases to deal with, you know, they don't make a big deal out of it. Right. So I think it's really a county-by-county county situation. You go down to Miami, and you get a slap on the wrist. In Seminole, you get 30 days in, in the box. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, but as far as uh, as our, our prisons, I mean, they don't do all the time that they're sentenced to. Right. No. You know, they, they do a portion of that time. And, I mean, the problem is we need to catch them in the front end before it gets to that point. Right. You know, we can't fix... The problem in the back end, we need to fix it in the front end before it gets to that point. How about saying it's not a problem? Weed isn't a problem. That's not where the problem is. It's with meth. It's with coke. It's with rape. you like 25 votes from outside. Yeah, I know. All the heretics back there ready to boo. Um, All right, here's another one of these attack ads against you, Jeremiah. Another one of these things. Mm -hmm. He will raise our taxes. That's what the Republicans are on. He will raise our taxes. Now, let me tell you where I stand, and then you can either uh, parrot it, which I think you should, or you can uh, come up with your own answer. I think we have to. And I said this to Clint Curtis the other day, and he was like, nah, you don't have to. You can, you know, cut pork barrel and stuff like that. 
But I think you have to raise taxes if taxes were set up for a reason. That was to give us basic things. You know what I mean? Roads, schools. Right. Uh, you know, for the municipalities to be able to work. One of the interesting things, and this doesn't maybe necessarily relate, but like this war in Iraq. Here with this war in Iraq, no Americans have been asked to sacrifice. It is go shopping. It is keep up your everyday life. When instead, after 9-11, even before the war, if the president said, hey, look, it sucks, we just got attacked, I'm going to have to bump up the taxes a little bit to pay for the war. I'm going to have to bump up the taxes a little bit to make sure that you have health care and you have health care. Just a little bit. Not a lot. Oprah? But a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. I think you have to. People have such a bad, you know, connotation when it comes to taxes. But you look around, and that's why certain things like schools, prisons, roads, that's why it's falling apart. Where do you think that all comes from? The war. Right. Now, you spe- if you just want to say ditto, say ditto. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. Whether you're going to raise taxes or lower taxes, you better have a really good public purpose behind it. You don't just raise it to raise it, and you don't just lower it to lower it. And let's not forget that in order for these taxes to be raised or lowered, that the whole body has to vote on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and those are the folks that are representing their constituency. So if, the, if, if they're voting on it, that means there's a good public purpose for it. So, you know, I'm not someone who's going to just willy-nilly raise the tax, and I'm not going to just lower tax. Just, you know, a lot of Republicans like to say, well, we're going to lower taxes. Well, why are you lowering these taxes? I mean, we might need, we need education. I mean, look at, we're the fourth largest state in the country. Right. We've only got 11 Fortune 500 companies here. The three states above us have over 100 each. We're losing hundreds of millions of dollars in possible, uh, uh, generated tax money that we could be bringing to the state because we don't have a well-educated workforce. Right now, that is something that I would like to 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 fix, and I it will draw that. a lot of money for this area. Now, Lee Constantine would say, "Wait a second, did you just call Floridian stupid? Because you said <laughs> we don't have a well-educated workforce." I'm just I'm playing trying to play devil's advocate. Well, you know, <laughs> there's only three states in the union that would like to switch places with us with our education system. Mm, so. Fair enough. Then that was a good retort. And I, as Lee Constantine, bow to you. Uh, Jer- <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> Jeremiah. I tried. I'm trying to keep it fair and balanced. Uh, 407-916-104. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, the website is jeremiahforsenate.com. I'd, I wish you the best of luck. Well, uh, thank you very much. You're uh, welcome back anytime, Anytime. Joe. It's e- been a pleasure. Even if you lose, here's the thing, too. Run. We're about to do the open door and some really <laughs> dirty, awful things. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Big Hand's got his hands on uh, on Jeremiah on his way up. Oh. And was, hey, are you my parole officer? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend you leave now. So I started that, getting surrounded. Yeah, so that <laughs> our people started running so that Lee didn't get a hold of any of this and hold it against you. Do you guys want me to leave some of these uh, twice convicted criminal sure. things around here? Leave what you want. Now, Give them your friends. Would you represent Castleberry? With regard to what? To your your Senate, your uh, your seat. Yeah, right? Castleberry's in my district. This would be my uh, my uh, my Florida Orange Senate person. Also, right? Yeah. yeah, North Orange. Okay, very cool. Well, then there you North go. North of 50. You got my vote until Lee calls in, all right? And then uh, I'll grill him. Yeah, he brings drinks, dude. Uh, <laughs> all it, it takes is some Monster Energy drinks and some uh, Parliament lights. All uh, right. Congratulations. Best of luck, my friend. Hey, thanks, guys. It's a pleasure. Jeremiah Jaspin, uh, Jeremiah for Senate. It's a hideout. Open door next. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs>
I gotta be honest, I'm frightened. Why? This is a, Looking this, like a surly bunch yeah, tonight? Yeah, this is a group of heretics, I'm not gonna lie to you. Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Uh, fantastic turnout. Maybe a record turnout for the open door policy. We got all sorts of fun stuff lined up for you tonight. We got prizes. We got comedy. Um, realradio.fm. Do we? Yeah, hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> FullBlownAids.com. Those are all the websites where a lot of these guys congregate. So meet uh, some of your like-minded people there on those various websites. Uh, Open Door sponsored by Taco Bell, providing vouchers to the heretics. Tame the late-night hunger beast. Take it to Taco Bell. All right. Here's uh, here's what I'd like to do very quickly uh, before we get into everything. We got a game that we're going to play with you guys because mm-hmm. uh, we got UCF tickets versus the East Carolina Pirates. We have this $25 Premier Adult Factory uh, outlet gift card. Uh, as I look around, I'm sure a lot of you got the poison out before you came up here. Uh, but I'm sure you probably need a little extra something. And we also have tickets for Dubs and I in our live broadcast mm-hmm. uh, this weekend at the uh, Reptile uh, International, or the Florida International Reptile Expo. So we'll be doing all that too. And Gazoo, we're going to play for you his open mic. Uh, from Bonkers, and then we're going to give him a chance to make up for it. He says that he has prepared five minutes of stand-up for you guys here uh, in the open door. He really thinks that you guys are on his side, and he wants you guys to support him. And even if you aren't on his side already, he thinks he can win you guys over. And if he uh, does poorly then he is going to do a condom taste test, thanks to our buddies at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. So it'll be up to you guys to decide whether or not he does well or whether or not he does poorly. That's going to be a fair performance there. Uh, You never know. He could win the crowd over. All right, here we go. Um, First, I'm going to talk Monster Ween, because I'm sure we have some of the militia here. I can see the dog tags rolling around. The first question I have is for Gage and Persuasion, who now wants to be known as Tyler Durden. He was he was Tyler Durden at Monster Ween, and you got your girlfriend with you. That's correct. Um, you actually hit her on stage and knocked her tooth out. What uh, happened? Uh, I was a bit toasted, and uh, I was figuring to uh, play to the crowd a little bit. And I so you hit your chick. Yeah, she hit, she hit me she hit me too though. Played with the Jacobs crowd. My right. teeth are intact still. All right, and now I see her and she's still here with you. Let me see a smile and you're like a kitten that has lost its fang. Uh, Ouch. Are you mad? Were you mad because I heard you disappeared for about, you know, two hours. Uh, no, I wasn't too mad. I mean, you gotta do it up for the crowd. Life uh, is a stage. We are. I players. saw them making out not too long after. With with your bloody mouth. It, it didn't bleed, luckily, but I definitely felt it the next morning. Another uh, thing, this is what she was really mad about. Do uh, you remember the round stage? Like, if you were looking at the stage, yeah. the le- I apparently the line to the bathroom was too long, and I just presented and... You started going. Uh, right there, and I oh, guess she God. she didn't know. And Thanks for friend, representing the hideout so well. We appreciate <laughs> that. I wonder who was there. He, he, he knew, but she didn't know. She took her shoe off to, to itch her foot and <laughs> went off balance and stepped in it. And so she was she was more mad about that than the piece of tooth she spit Than the punch to the face. Yeah. Wow. Well, you got to understand. You know what, dude? I'm trick. in love. I know. Yeah. I got to punch She's a, back. So. Um, all right, here now, you wanted your new name, your hideout name, to go from Gage and Persuasion to Tyler I almost, I almost said that as a joke. But, uh, Tyson. He wants it. Well, here, was, you know what, maybe, yeah. Hold on, oh, here's our here's our buddy from Washington, D.C., Tyler Durden, the original. <laughs> Tyler Durden in 301, you're in the hideout. 
Okay, Hefe. I'd like to say, since the last time I've heard you, you're very much more educated on politics. Very Shut much. up. Like very much I've always been brilliant when it comes to politics. Beat it. Lately, though, I think you've been a lot more educated. You're a lot more brilliant on the topics. Mm -hmm. All right, thank All right, I like the kissing up, because I will be the ultimate decider of who is now Tyler Durden. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You know, uh, my dad's a uh, Maryland State Trooper, retired on disability. Mm -hmm. And enough. what you were saying about gun control and taxes, I completely agree. All right, now As what... As you know... Hold what, on, let me... I don't have time for you this. Know, Why don't you right, go ahead. stop interrupting? Now, what do you want? Why do you want to keep the name? Why should you keep the name when you haven't been involved with the show for almost a year now? Are you kidding me? Uh, I've been listening. Mm -hmm. I've been posting wow. on the board. Then that's enough. You keep, the, you keep the name. That's it. I've decided. Since you're still listening, you keep the name. I'm I've been listening since Spoon was around. How many Florida listeners can say that? That is true. Well, that I'm, was... Well, I'm I'm happy that you kept her on during the spoon days. Yeah, that was when the, that's when the show really sucked. Yeah. So, all right, Tyler, it is yours. Gaze and persuasion, you will remain gaze and persuasion. Can I be the heroin sheep? Right, how sure. high are you right now? You're high right now, aren't you? about the dentist? He's got, yeah, he's got... <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm Pedro, I like the dentist. How about AIDS, because he's making girls cough up teeth all over the place? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude... <laughs> She is so hot. She can take a punch and she still keeps mm -hmm. that Mary Tyler Moore innocence. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, now uh, for the next uh, topic at hand. I see you shaking your head, massage therapist Kimmy, like you're really angry about him hitting his girlfriend. What are you going to do? Lie um, down. Tell her. All right, Tell turn her. your mic off. No more for you. <laughs> all right, here's the next thing that I want to do. I want to play Gazoo's open mic for you guys. Mm -hmm. You need to hear it, and here's the reason. Pedro pulls up his... We had to sit through it at Bonkers. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, at Bonkers this last Tuesday, because it was Halloween, there were about 12 people there, and five of it was the hideout. So, like, all of us went over afterwards. I kept wanting to get up and leave, but Dubs wouldn't let me. Mm -mm. He said, you got to stick around. You can't leave. You get. You can't leave. For it this. felt like an hour set. Mm -hmm. Here is two and a half minutes, and I want to play it unabated. Okay. Here is two and a half minutes of Gazoo's open mic at Bonkers uh, last Tuesday. Hideout download. So everybody, give a round of applause for Chris Kelly. <laughs> Springs, how you guys doing tonight? I'm uh, Chris Kelly, I'm a gazoo at the hideout, the radio. I had to say that because my bosses are over there, they're shaking their heads like, oh my gosh, this guy's such a douchebag, and I really am. Uh, I swear you guys made me tonight, um, yeah, I'm a real douchebag, except ladies. I tell you what, ladies, all night long, I don't care, fat, skinny, tall, short, whatever, just come up to me, I'll get you a drink. I'm in. That's just, I'm letting that out there, it's not funny. Anyways, I work for a guy. He's shorter than I am. I just stick my hand out, knock him right down on the ground. That's who I work for. And do it every day, and, uh, you know, I still stick around. <laughs> Anyways, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I went to high school once, son. I just came from there, actually, just two minutes ago. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, I went to high school. And he used to make fun of me all the time because I have an enormous cranium. They would come up to me and say, uh, and I do. Well, thank you for letting me know about that. Yeah, man, you got a big old head. I bet you can't play no football. Get the only helmet's on bitch you. 
Let's say one more time. I didn't catch it. I have to a football helmet and say, hey, no pitching. Ah, thank you, sir. Thank you. And, um, yeah, I didn't play football because he told me I couldn't. And I had to listen to him because he could beat my ass. And that's what happened every day. The black kids, they used to blame me up. I had nothing against them. I dated a black girl after high school. Uh, loved her to death. Until, uh, well, she did what most blacks do and just kind of walked out on me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. That's such a bad racist joke. I don't mean to offend anyone here. <laughs> Anyways, um... This is so helpful because I'm just, you know, I'm up here doing my thing, doing my comedy, and, you know, I'm, I just have had a crazy life, you know. I really have, uh, you know, just been crazy. So, anyways, uh, I appreciate you guys for giving me the time tonight, and, uh, you know, the thing is, it's open mic because I really suck, and uh, if you guys don't give me a clap or if you don't talk to me afterwards, hey, that's all good, too, because you guys rock. Take care, guys. Thanks, Pat. Rock, Wow. That was one of the worst things. It was more uncomfortable the second time around. All right, here's what's funny. He's giggling at his own jokes in here. <laughs> I don't know. We, we didn't have real TV on him, but he said his cranium line, and it got him. Just, just one joke, that's all. Now, let me say that this. That was a joke? Let me say this yeah. about the heretics. They hear the black joke, they start laughing. I see a couple <laughs> of them uh, chuckling to themselves, and then Big Hand's coming over, ready to attack Gazoo. All right, overall, heretics, uh, just by a cheer or a boo, let me hear what you thought of uh, that at Bonkers the other night. Boo. All right, it, it seems it seems like this crowd's going to be on your side when you do your open mic mm -hmm. live next. All right. Oh, I know they are. Um, so how would you, what kind of material do you have planned when we come back? Toilet humor. It work, goes over. That's yeah, it what works. The show is. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We will do the toilet humor from Gazoo, a little open mic. You guys will get to judge on how it goes, and then we will go over to the condom uh, tasting contest. If he, if he boo gets booed. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> thinking if he wins, it's going to be great. And uh, also, too, we have some of the games and prizes and stuff to give out. So it's an open door. It's a Friday night. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. A little bit more. So he wants the opportunity to do it in front of you guys. His people, uh, so he says. <laughs> Wild Hawk in the 407, you're in the hideout. Gazoo, um, I think uh, Pedro and all the comics would agree with me that every stand-up comic has a comedy toolbox. And in that toolbox are very two important tools. One is a setup. The other is a punchline. Uh, you Why don't have to be my tool. Though, man. What? What does that mean? Um, I think it was an offer. To be perfectly honest with you, I think it was an offer. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. Gazoo, um, I say at least let them do 60 seconds, Heretics, before you decide. Judge, yeah. Now, if you want to laugh right off the bat, you know, if you take some of Pedro's advice, you know, you got to do a joke in the first eight seconds to win them over. And then, uh, and, the, and then go from there. Yes, Tommy Bateman. I have a feeling this is going to end with him legitimately crying. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's going to win the crowd over. I don't know. He looks sad already. Are you ready? You want to put your ready. headphones on? Or? I'm ready. All right. Now, by the way, no, no yelling expletives at him. As of bad course. as you may want to, and no throwing things just because Moira painted the walls. Otherwise, I'd say do it. Uh, but Gazoo... The floor is yours. Yeah, uh, maybe should, Pedro, why don't you give him a proper comedic open mic introduction? How about that? 
I mean, you can do it just from right there, even if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. You want to name, you want to name this? Take like a comedy club? Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, whatever you want, like, uh, yuck yucks. Let's go. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Hideout's, uh, Funny Liver. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Everybody has Uncle Charlie's Funny Pancreas, whatever. Right. Uh, coming to the stage, a uh, very funny young man out of, uh, I have no idea where. Uh, give it up for the huge cranium comedy of Gazoo. Yeah! <laughs> You guys rock. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, I got some really cool toilet humor for you. Why does the water spin that way? That's just crazy. Yeah, I just don't know. Hey, I got another joke for you. No, it's not a joke. Why do you read when you're at the toilet? I don't know. I just like to read. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Um, I, I, I like raccoons. And I like eating them. Um... My uh, my cell phone never rings because I don't have any friends. Um, but hey, but it's it's all good because I'm a master at what I do. I think that I am the best comedian out there because I have nothing to say. I'm just here talking about nothing. But I do have something very important to say. You guys need to get a life. I mean, come on. It's Friday night, and you're coming out to a radio station. That's freaking pathetic. I, I just, I think you guys are nuts. You guys remind me of a bunch of nerds. You know? What's your guys' deal? But hey, you know, I'm Kazoo, and that, that was my comedy. So, uh, yeah, let's give it up for me. Come on. That wasn't even three minutes. No, that was like 90 seconds. That's it? That's all you got? A minute and a half, exactly. Uh, that wasn't even as good as a two and a half minute. You know, these people need to get some sun because there's, it's full of, like, white paste in here. Look at look at all these look at all these people they they stay inside all day look look at uh oh, he's an angry comic now look, let's see, let's see some <laughs> of these really really white people in here wow man you guys you guys need to get a life yeah man I'm cool because I can do one of these things but hey Lester you're a big crazy guy man. <laughs> Elros, you're a freaking weirdo, man. You just look at you. You're just sitting back there. You look like a freaking serial killer. What's your deal anyways, man? I mean, come on. You're coming out to a radio station on a Friday night. What? A, you have to have something else to do. Don't you have a wife or something you can go home to? Oh, come on, man. You're just sitting back there like, oh, I'm just Mr. Big and Bad Elros. Uh, because it sucks. You're just, look at you. You're just so stupid. Hey, and EJ, where's your, where's your, where's your boyfriend, Garrett, from Irrational? The, the guy, I always see you two leaving together when you go go places together. You, you two, you're like gay or something. Hey, buddy, I'm in a has-been, but you're a never-was. Well, well, you're a... All right, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> You're a, you suck at football, so it doesn't matter. You, you don't know what he's doing. This guy's cool because he looked me on the face last week. Just kidding. No, he did. He actually did that. Are you done? No. Who else I got to point out in here? You got 30 seconds. You got 30 seconds. This guy wants to do something with his plunger to me. 
UCF has a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, what's this guy? This, these people here are like crazy. They're either black or they're white. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you got? You guys are people. I don't know. I think so. You know what? This is the second time I've, I've seen this this horrific Holocaust that he calls comedy. And uh, first time, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Oh. Cliche uh, day, everybody. Once, shame on Pedro, you. I wish Rape you were fine. Shame, shame on me. Oh, you wish? All right, let's hear it for... Yeah, come on, get there. Woo! I think the best line was, you guys are all people, and that was from a heckler in the crowd. <laughs> um, all right, so by a cheer or a, or a boo, let me hear what you guys... What do you think? Go ahead, go ahead. Let me hear. This cheer or boo? Boo. I think that was... You guys suck! Get a rope going! Why don't you guys get a life? Come on, man. Send the intern to a radio. What is that? No, but I some money from your grandma. Alright, yeah. I like that. Stupid. Alright, let's take a break and come back. Put a to your face, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right, we'll take a break. What do you say? We'll take a break and come back. And we'll punish Kazoo next. No, we're not. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the open door policy. All right, Gazoo just did his open mic, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was beyond awful. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't even stand-up. I don't think he knew where he was going with it. He tried to attack the crowd. What was interesting was you didn't see it during the commercial break, but Jimmy Jam, the president of the Heritage... Oh, I saw it. <laughs> ...got into it, like throwing out expletives like nobody's business, and he had to be carried out of here by mm -hmm. big hands because I guess he felt dissed. By the intern, Gazoo. Gazoo, would you like to apologize? I'm not going to apologize to that fool. That's pathetic. I didn't even call him out. He's stupid. Just get over your little what, qualms or whatever the whatever you have going on. Just get over it, man. You're pathetic. As he looks around to see if he's behind it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Laura in the 573. What's up, Laura? Hey, what's up, guys? I love the show. Thank you. Uh, I'm a delivery driver. I uh, listen to you guys pretty much every night. And uh, I just wanted to say, you know, Gazoo, I used to feel bad for you because these guys give you a hard time all the time. But, you know, they're right. You just really suck. You're about as useful as bo boobs on a boar. Yeah, it seems like you're really doing some of your life as a delivery driver. Hey. Gotcha. <laughs> Burn. Wow. Sing. Um... Mike in the 407. Go ahead, Mike. I would rather have chunks cuddle up to my man muscle with railroad track rocks in his mouth to listen to that guy do that again. No, I hear you. No, 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 you can't turn it. What that fool say? I didn't hear Something him. about you snuggling up to a man muscle, which ironically is what you're about to do. That's what that guy wants me to do to him tonight, but I won't. Oh, God. All right, here's the thing. Obviously... You don't do well talking on the radio. Yes, I do. It's just not your thing. So here's what we're going to do. 
we're going to put something in your mouth to shut you up from now on. <laughs> Our buddies at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet have given us a sex toy, which some of you may have seen on real TV. Also, I saw this news story about flavored condoms. And flavored condoms, uh, like there was a there was an mm-hmm. ad and they were kind of offensive. And this reminds me of something we did back in D.C. where you... Uh, where we had a, a, a condom tasting contest. So what I would like for you to do for the rest of the show is to sit in the corner with a blindfold on, <laughs> taste testing these condoms for the heretics. Now I know Gage and Persuasion wanted to hold the wanted to hold the uh, <laughs> yeah the apparatus while you do it. Hey, if he wants to do that, I'm game. <laughs> so put your blindfold on. We're going to play a little game here in the hideout. Yeah, yeah. We're not using you. We're going to use that. Put the blindfold on, and just there silently. And Chick Fil A John's going to take pictures while we play a game. You're going to do condom taste testing. All right. Maybe you finally being useful on the radio. Okay, I don't mind tasting out some condoms. All right. Put the blindfold on. Here. Dude, did you just hear what he just said to me? What You're say? an idiot, man. Just get out of here. You're stupid. Can tell me to get out of here. What did he say? He, he said, oh, it's not the first time you had a condom in your mouth. Shut up, dude. Right. You're an idiot. Finally, it's time for you to shut up. <laughs> Turn your mic off. Here's the first condom. Somebody unroll it. Yeah, put it on the apparatus. No, 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 no. no, no. All the way blindfolded. Oh, all the way blindfolded? Okay. And it's time for you to taste test. In the meantime, we will take phone calls and play games. Who would like to play a game? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, Gazoo, you got a taste test. You have to, you have to taste test. Where is that? I want to see it. Turn the mic off. Turn the mic off. This is like a bridal shower here. Yeah. Here's the thing. See if you can guess the flavor. What flavor was that? Oh my god. What a champ. He's a beast. Alright. Alright. What flavor was that one? That that was like uh hang on, let me get some more Oh my God! All right. That that was that was like a like a like a strawberry or something. Actually, that was that was vanilla. That was vanilla. All right, so you're 0 for one. Uh, y'all quiet down in the background. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I tell you what we'll do. We gotta take a break. We'll take a break and come back with Tommy's game and the rest of the condom taste testing. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, wrapping up another week. The open door back in effect. Yazoo has been muzzled, um, gagged, if you will, because he has uh, blown it at two. Uh, open mics. Nice choice. 
Yeah. At two open mics, the open door and at Bonkers. You are you were banned from mic time for at least the rest of the show. And by the way, Jimmy Jam is livid at you. Yeah. He said you gave the heretics a bad name. I don't know what I can say to that. Whatever. You, know. you t- I told you you were banned from mic time. Say I'm not coming back. <laughs> Would you like to turn in your resignation tonight? I'm not doing that. Uh, no, I'm having a great time. I thought everyone was laughing and giggling along with me. I thought it was all good. All right, so we are gagging you with a toy from the Premier Adult Factory outlet, mm. and you're also doing a uh, condom taste test, because that was in the news. Let's give away some prizes, too. Tommy Bateman has a game. Who here uh, in the hideout tonight would like to play a little game? All right, step on up, Boggs, Wayne, Gacy. We'll do that. we got a little game show music, Tom. We've got a little open. What is this game? No, no open. I had no time. I was doing a recap. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, Gazoo, you are to be gagging yourself right now. Gagging with what? With what you just had. Where's it at? It's right in front of you. The, the boys will uh, place on the protection. I need the thing on. It will be. It'll be there. All right. Don't worry, you none. Can you hear? Uh, can you hear? Okay, Boggs. Can you hear Tommy? Not especially. All right, move I over. can't tell what mic he's on either because it's dark Why don't in there. You put some headphones what happened to the lights? Well, it was a glow in the dark apparatus, but it's uh-huh. not working. So we can go ahead and turn the lights back up. Go ahead and turn the lights so back up. Um. All right, step up to this mic over here. <laughs> what are you in your house? <laughs> Is it too electrifying for you, EJ? EJ's getting up. It reminds him of you. It reminds him of him and Clinton Portis. <laughs> All right, here we go. Do you want to dress this week? All right, Boggs, you ready? Yeah. All right, Tommy Bateman, explain the game show. All right, this is a uh, bunch of quotes from a book from, like, weird singles ads that were being placed. So now you have to tell me whether it's a real singles ad or one that was made up by myself. Wait, I have to say if it's a real singles ad or if it's a fake? Yeah, exactly. Real or fake. All right, first ad is, I've divorced better men than you, and I've worn more expensive shoes than these. So don't think placing this ad is the biggest come down I've ever had to make. By a sensitive female, age 34, real or fake? I'm saying that's real. You're a winner, my friend. There you go. Who uh, who wants to be next? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. right, come on up. Guinness, you're first, and then we'll have you come up. All right, here we go. Guinness, want to touch the Zelda? I told you no more talking. No more talking. All right, go ahead, Guinness. All right, is this real or fake? Tall, dark, and handsome. Not really, but I'd like to have a wild night with a strong, muscular female from a male that's age 42 years old. Is that's that fake? Damn you! Congratulations, Radio. you're a winner, my friend. Hold on, and you, I'll give these to you. These are UCF tickets, but whatever you want that we have, we'll give to you. All right, who's next? Step on up. I know you want, you wanted to say something about Gazoo. He's moaning over here. <laughs> All right, Gazoo. Go into Dubs' booth. You're freaking out. The no, 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 no. <laughs> Dubs, you were just saying the other day how much you like him. No, you. No, no, Gazoo, stay in there. Gazoo, 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 stay in there. Stay in there, Gazoo. <laughs> He's just gonna face the wall. He said. All right, go ahead. I gotta get him out of here. Oh God, no. <laughs> now you see what all of us have been staring at. And the shame. 
right. Who, uh, step on up and introduce yourself. Who's uh, next? Ricardo. Ricardo? All right, here we go. I want a flavor one now. <laughs> there's, there's a flavored one. There's, there's a flavored one. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, you ready, Ricardo? All right, here we go. Chuck Willery never had to put up with this. No, you're right. All right, is this a real or fake ad? List your favorite, your ten favorite albums. I just want to know if there's anything worth keeping when we finally break up. Practical, forward-thinking man, age 35. Is that real or is that one fake? Was it actually an online dating ad? Fake. Oh. My apologies, Ricardo. Let's go to Kevin in the 863. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, what's up, Alvin? Go ahead, buddy. You ready? Yeah. Fine, don't say hi to me. Uh, is this real or, or fake? <laughs> Kazoo. Kazoo, you gotta leave. No, you gotta no. stay in there. No, I'm done with him. No. Send him back to the back. Uh-uh. He's enjoying, he's enjoying the gag way too much. <laughs> Dude, you gotta leave. He no. does it like a woman, too. <laughs> leave. The, with the hand Get extension. Out of here. Get out of here. Get, no, that one's banana. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, Kevin. No, you're good, man. All right, is this real or fake? Funny show, man. Funny show. Thank you. Real or fake? Employed in publishing? Me too. Stay the hell away. Man on the inside seeks woman on the outside who likes milling around hospitals, guessing the illnesses of out of outpatients, uh, ages 30 to 35. Is that real or is that one fake? Oh, it's real. You're a winner. Hold on, my friend. We'll get you a prize. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Brush your teeth with it. He already has, dude. He's done a full dental makeup. Chew it like it's a uh, corn on the cob. Stop. What? If he's going to do the stuff that you want him to do, he has to go no. into your booth. Ryan in the 321. Ryan, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ryan? Hey, it's Brian. What's up, guys? What's up, Eric? All right, here we go. Here we are uh, with Brian in the open door doing a little game. All right, Brian, is this real or fake? Hello, stupid girl. If you are still reading, I'd like to meet up with you. And no, I'm not looking for sex on the first date. Still reading and believing this? Then i really like to meet up. An honest man, age 32. That sounds pretty real to me. Ah, uh, you got duped by Bateman. All right, I want to talk to Gazoo for two seconds. Yeah? I, I apologize because I know I banned him. But here's the thing. Come over here. <laughs> then we'll get back to the game. Can you hear me? Hear you, boss. Did, did Chick-fil-A John just show you the photos of you being gagged? Yeah, it looks like gay porn. <laughs> Do you realize that's the funniest thing for... <laughs> You've said this hour? Really? Do you realize that when you said, hey, hideout, heretics, hefe, I'm not going to let you down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come through. I'm going to do comedy. It's going to be funny. We're all going to have a great time on a Friday night. And then you call out these fantastic people who came up here and you call them losers. Yeah, I know. Do you realize what you get? Yeah, I know. Dildo in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That old lesson. Uh, it's International Cliche Day, so we're all out of soap. Mm-hmm. We're all out of soap. Now, do you realize because of that, mm-hmm. you uh, can never run for political office? <laughs> I can. Those pictures will get out. You think? They'll they'll be on HideoutHeretics.net probably before the end of the night. No, they won't. You won't. But you don't to... go there, right? Unless you're writing one of your stupid blogs, right? No, I go there all the time. 
That's where all my friends hang out. And who are your friends? The Heretics. Oh! <laughs> Somebody just throw the threw the apparatus at him. You know what? When Gazoo started doing a stand-up, what I was just praying it would happen. Hmm. Oh, I love that! I love that noise. That's like my favorite noise every night. So that means you hate the show and you love when it's over. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just in the mouth. I'm just messing in with the you. mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, you had to convince him. No, you're done for the rest of the night. Turn your mic on. Hey, I want no. Uh, I'm gonna say keep, keep your mic on and uh, just say Happy's name over and over again while you taste no, it. No, 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 no. Come on. No. Oh well, Hefe. I just choked for El Hefe. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I just choked for J-Dub. Shut the up. There you go. Stop it. Why do I feel like we're at a UCF fraternity house? <laughs> All we're missing is the wig, and I think it would work out okay. <laughs> All right, well, there it is, Heretics. We do appreciate you coming out. Militia members, thank you so much for your support. Hideoutheretics.net. The Monster Militia have their own section. I would uh, definitely like to apologize on behalf of the show. Uh, for this guy taking up 30 minutes when uh, uh, I can't look at him anymore. I can't look at the beast anymore. Isn't that be crazy when they find a condom in the trash can? That's going to be nuts. Who said you could talk? Turn your mic off. Unless you're saying Hefe's name with that apparatus. Oh, Hefe. <laughs> it's off mic. Oh, Hefe. Make sure tomorrow, Heretic Hoop it up at 1. Details on hideoutheretics.net. Also, too, Dubs and I broadcasting live from the Florida International Reptile Expo. Details on that on RealRadio.fm. Get to work this weekend on your beat-down beat mixes. Heretics, I'd love to give one of you the $500 American Express card. It's very simple. Go to RealRadio.fm, download the clips. Also, continue to vote in the World Series of Sexy Anchors. SBK Live tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Let's hear it for the Soul Brothers. Then Monday, the Monsters in the Morning. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained. All right, tonight I'd be in a sh- uh, shame. I'm not going to lie. Tonight's one of those nights I'm not telling anybody I listen to the high yeah, I was entertained. You leave, Shut up. You leave with a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Dubs, you want to try the strawberry one? I still have it. Later. But remember, Stud. there's always tomorrow. Uh, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com, realradio.fm. We all go to drink right now. Let's go get wasted and forget Let's go get wasted, dudes. Yeah, party on, bro. Shut Woo! Up. <laughs> USA, 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 ho! Alright, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 
be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.